Shun. Hey everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls, your weekly gaming podcast where we talk about the games we love and the news surrounding them. I'm your host, Robert Schlafke, and not joining me today is the Jill to my Barry, Andre Da Silva. Unfortunately, he's kind of away for two weeks, uh, but luckily I was able to get our two co-hosts for you today. You've met them before. It's both Heidi and Christian. So welcome, you two. I resent that I'm not the Jill here, though. I I should totally be Jill. No, that's fair enough. That was a twist. I was not expecting that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Wait. So what, what is what? What's Christian then? You you guys you guys don't don't get that moniker. Oh, yet, fine. Right? Oh, because you know right. you got you, you guys are a little bit above it. Well, right okay. So for, we're like so I'm like Rebecca Chambers then. I'm like the lesser. No, no, you're not the lesser necessarily. But so that makes me like. I guess, and, and what is so. he like, Wesker? Or is that too? Yeah, no, I'm, Wesker's I'm like, badass. I'm like, I'm like Steve. I'm. I'm Steve. <laughs> oh no! You, 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 oh, I love yeah, Steve. I know you love Steve. Was gone. Steve's gone. He's just a one-off. Oh, that's sad. Well, hopefully you're here. You're here more than one episode. You're like, sure. I guess you would be closer to a Barry. I, I guess, I so guess I'm Andre would be. More, uh, I guess Andre would be more like the uh, Jill. No, I don't because I like Jill. Better. What the heck? So, but Andre I and Jill. Say, I don't think he, uh, I, no. I, Andre is the Chris Redfield to my Jill Valentine. Fine, I can accept uh, that. Okay. All right. All right. Man. We're all forgetting well, about Claire. I know. Well, <laughs> well, Claire was in the second one, okay? This is a reference to the first one. Fine. All right. Well, thanks to these two, we have now the official longest intro <laughs> of the uh, podcast. So thank you two. We're already off to a great start. <laughs> Look what happens when, when Andre goes away, it all turns to shit. So <laughs> we're off the rails already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you guys both for coming and uh, helping me out this week. Thanks for well, having us. Happy to be here. Yeah, I know it's been a it's been a while since we've all got to talk together. Yeah, and uh, but we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, some some good news finally. Uh, some. I don't even know if it's good or bad news or anything. It's just it's more news that I'm happy about because it's a lot more Nintendo stuff. Uh, so I kind of want to just dive right into this. Uh, we're going to just start off with uh, Nintendo of America's CEO, Reggie fils is retiring. Uh, just a couple of days ago, he had posted a nice nice video about, you know, what Nintendo has meant for him. Because he's been with the company for 15 years. Uh, and it was uh, it was very nice to kind of see. I, I took this article off of uh, Polygon. Yeah. Uh, and it just kind of like wraps up a, a lot of need a little information that you know reggie has been with the company for 15 years he kind of started off as a um, executive vice president in sales and marketing and then he became the chief uh president and a chief operating officer in nintendo of america on 2006 so he actually kind of moved up pretty quickly yeah and Uh, i mean he has he had such a great personality and i mean he was so well known in the community and had a lot of memes because of how uh, like he was a a lot more outgoing than his predecessors were yeah definitely he i think with him and awada they both kind of uh really showed people that they were gamers and kind of like showed their enthusiasm for the games like even because i remember like my favorite videos when they announced uh, Smash Brothers for the Wii U, I believe it was, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, was that Brawl? Let's see, there's Melee, there's Brawl, 
not ultimate, but I feel like there was one more in between there. But the, basically, the Wii U version, and they wound up fighting each other in this really like anime-inspired video on their Nintendo Direct, and it's just he, you know, I've seen a lot of like news surrounding him, and it's always been very positive and how he was. You know, really loved in the uh, Nintendo company, and what's great about this is this is not like a a disaster, like retirement. Like he's not leaving the company on like a, a downward slope. Like he's trying to get out while he can. This is, you know, he was very happy with where he was. You know, Nintendo's been doing great this year, better than they have in the last couple of years. Right. And you know, it's just time that he wants to go and spend with his family now without any type of scandal surrounding it. And I mean, that's in this day and age, that's, that's really rare. <laughs> I think that is so true. I mean, and 15 years, that's a long time under his belt for one company. And, uh, to take it from the, Wii, the Wii U to the switch. I mean, he had a, quite a bit of the, you know, last major projects with Nintendo were under his belt. So, I mean, uh, he's leaving not... behind quite a legacy. And let's not forget the DS. He was big on the DS as well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think between him and Iwata, they were both kind of like a powerhouse in bringing championing games on on their systems really well, and you could kind of see the love they've had for the games throughout their career. Uh, but on, on a side note, now as he is stepping down, he's stepping down on April fifteenth. The current head of sales and marketing at Nintendo of America is going to replace him. And ironically or unironically, his name is Doug Bowser. I know. I mean, like, could you have planned it any better than that? (laughs) And he's just accepting. I mean, the way that he has come on the stage and just embraces that, you know, just being able to be Team Bowser with the, the jacket on and everything. I mean, I think it's cool. And it's an interesting background that he has himself so i mean i'm just I, he was with ea I, I believe right before the uh his time with nintendo actually yes he was uh he uh previously was um worked at electronic arts and uh procter and gamble both right right well that'll be interesting but i love the fact that his name is bowser i think it's just so appropriate yeah definitely uh he has the uh, keys to the castle now so let's uh let's see what he does with him let's hope he's not like his moniker <laughs> yeah, uh, so we're gonna kind of move on to this other one. Like, I'm, I want to discuss this a little bit. Uh, so it's been rumored, uh, basically, the the scuttlebutt in the last uh, week or so has been game uh, Xbox Games Pass is rumored to be coming to Nintendo Switch and PC. Now, are you guys familiar with this? Because I know you guys don't really play a lot of like Xbox stuff. No, not really. But, but I do find that really interesting. I mean, it's not really that new is it that they're streaming now going on to the switch uh yeah so basically what uh xbox games pass is is basically it's a uh streaming service for games where you can pay it's like 10 bucks a month and you get like access to over 100 games it's kind of similar to uh ps uh, now but right. one of the big one of the big things about the Xbox Games Pass is one that they you can download all the games as opposed to streaming them on the Xbox itself, and uh, it includes all first first party uh, title releases on day one. Okay, so wow. how so like I mean, I, I'm I'm not familiar with this kind of thing at all. So through if you have the pass, you're able to play any of these Xbox games through your Switch or through your PC. 
Well, see, uh, like right now, like it's it's only on Xbox. Okay. Uh, but like theoretically, what's going to happen is all those games you're going to be able to play on your Switch and PC as well, like through like either through a th- streaming service where you just you know you click you want to play this game and it's going to stream it for you, so you're actually not running any uh, of the processing power for the game itself. Mm. It's almost like you're just playing a video. Which there's a couple of things. Like I said, if you played, uh, if you played uh, PlayStation Now, it's it's very similar to that. Uh, but with Xbox Games Pass, it was always uh, you could also download it. Now here, you can't download it theoretically because it's different programming, so they wouldn't run right. But still, being able to play through streaming services would be really interesting, especially if they do have all the first party games uh, coming to the service on Nintendo. Yeah, Switch that's PC. huge. I mean, that's quite a move. I mean, I find that pretty bold, actually, on Xbox's, yeah. you know, Microsoft's part. Yeah, definitely, because it seems like, like I have always been like I prefer PlayStation, but I have to admit, yeah, like Xbox here. is doing all the right things to position itself moving forward. Right, like because it is more like a Netflix style service where you you give them money consistently every month whether it's 10 bucks a month or you spend the $100 for the year but when you think about that that is that is another way you get like 100 games or however many they're going to have there's some games that rotate out some that don't and like I said you get all first party games so if you plan on playing like at least one of those games release date that's like $60 right there right so you get a hell of a deal for that time because you, you know like they'll have like all their old like anything from like xbox one to xbox uh 360 to the new system and oh, this is only going to grow yeah absolutely oh. and i think it's actually going to set a precedent for others to to do something like this like you know play nice and you know you want to get your games out there and actually offer this on different platforms so to me it makes sense and i actually find that you know in my case when i don't have an xbox this is actually another way for me to say hey i can actually play this on my you know nintendo switch which i do actually have and it gives me that opportunity yeah and it's uh what's interesting to me is it's not about and this is what i think uh xbox has done well with this is it's not about console wars anymore it's not about choosing it's not about choosing oh i want to have an xbox or i'm gonna have a ps4 now xbox just wants to get games out there and if they can you know because you know four hundred dollars is a lot Mm -hmm. for uh, like a uh, starting price to get into anything and uh, but this okay well you're not you don't have to you don't have that listen you have these other systems you pay this ten dollars or however much you want and play these games yeah and it doesn't matter if you're Xbox your PC you know hopefully PlayStation because PlayStation right now is being the top dog they're kind of like well we don't have to do any of this though because we're like number one anyway so why would we have to do that uh, but now with Xbox just expanding what it means to be a force in this industry through a service like this. I, I'm really excited to see whether, whether I've liked the games on Xbox in the past or not, because there have been some nice ones, but there's never been a lot that have really like, that made you want to invest uh, in the system. Right? Yeah. Like, not like, yeah. Yeah. In comparison to, I, yeah. To PlayStation, at least in my case. Like, yeah. And especially since like, the, especially this last, like, console generation the one major complaint that uh people have had is no matter how powerful the console has been 
you know, comes down to it, they just don't have the exclusives and right. for the system to, to make it appealing. Because, like I said, you can have a Ferrari or anything, but if it's if you can't drive it anywhere or there's no one cool to show it off to, then it's just what's really the point of having it. Right, right. I mean, to me, uh, it's a, it's the ne- it's an evolvement. It really is. And mm-hmm. it's like it's embracing that and like being the first to be able to, to say, yeah, I'm just we're just going to go for it. I think that that's like pretty awesome. And I, I mean, is this like something that they're going to announce or is it com- it's just rumored, right? Right now it's rumored, but I mean, it is really smart move. The, the way it's really talked about is because Xbox has always talked about expanding their games past to other platforms. So it's not like out of the. It's like a very substantial rumor that it's going to happen, and there's been a lot of things like, uh, I think uh, one of the big kicks, kickoffs was this was Ori in the Blind Forest was kind of mentioned as being uh, for the Nintendo Switch coming soon, which is straight up like an um, an Xbox exclusive, which is a really really good Metroidvania. That I mean, I think it's like it kind of like if you look at it, it's almost like a uh, Studio Ghibli, very like somber beautiful looking metroidvania very highly animated uh but it's only on the xbox and pc at this point and that kind of like kicked off this rumor well if it's going to come to nintendo switch then and with all this xbox games pass stuff there's a very good chance that it's it's going to transition that into the games game games box x games pass that's 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 a thing to say over and over (laughs) Uh, yeah one more time <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. Sh- I'm sure actually. it will be mentioned. But like I said, like, now now think about it. Like I have my Nintendo, which is not one. It's portable now, and I have all these great Nintendo games. And for like ten dollars a month, or like I said, a hundred dollars a year, or however much it is, I don't know the exact pricing on it. Right. I can have all these games that I can play anytime I want without having to go to a store or anything like this. Just like you know. Click on it and boom! I get to start playing. You mean it. you don't want to go to GameStop uh, and buy a game? No, I think I think I'm good, Heidi. I appreciate it. <laughs> but they're so friendly and they're so they're so not persistent about getting every <laughs> ever. You should put come on, put a down payment. Let's do this. Let's get this. Let's pre-order this. Let's uh, this. Would you like to uh, pre-order this game? It hasn't happened to release a date announcement. Uh, or would you like to got? Would you like to also buy the game warranty for? Uh, yeah, you know, the, just ten percent. That's, that's rich. The warranty. Yes, I yeah. forgot about that. They should totally have oh. like a like a freaking infomercial where you have like people busting their games in weird ways to get the warranty for it. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Spilling well, hot cocoa. But I, I, for, I for one, am excited to see where this leads and what the future is. This, yeah, same here. It speaks to everybody. I think it's like you know, I'm always getting on my brother about trying to get you know the PlayStation, or he's trying to get on me about getting Xbox. If this, I mean, this to me is headed in the right direction, where you know it eventually will be to a point where it's like consoles don't matter. It's everybody, you know, you've got one major platform you can actually play whatever game you'd like as long as you know everybody's willing to do that and i'm for it i I, i'm excited about it i think it's great and i can't wait for them to make an official announcement yeah Yeah, me too i agree with it my my curiosity is just in terms of like the game developers like how uh, you know because now like if how do they like what piece of the pie do they get from everyone paying you know a monthly fee or a yearly well, fee 
Yeah, well, I mean, and that's that's obviously it's a logistical uh, thing. I'm, I'm all for it, but it's a logistical yeah, thing. Yeah, well, it's not just that. It's 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 that's what it comes down to with uh, like a lot of it's like first party games, and it's so the people who are really benefiting the most is like Microsoft, mm-hmm. like in, right. in that case. So, and I'm sure they have a. Uh, some kind of like statistic to say okay it's getting like this bump and uh you know a lot of it might be like a game that you would never play in the first place because right. you wouldn't just want to buy it like, it goes on there like that happened like with uh rocket league originally uh i don't know if you guys ever play that game but it's basically like soccer with cars okay <laughs> it's really popular and really it's really really good but that came free on playstation plus and that like skyrocketed into one of the biggest games uh, but like I said, you you hear about it, and it's just like soccer with cars. Okay, well, what's you know what's great about that? I'm not gonna spend money on that <laughs> right. because it was free. I mean, this company has made like millions and millions of dollars uh, on this game just through like in-app uh, purchases, like uh, skins and stuff. Which actually so, keeps now, it pretty open to those that actually mm-hmm. want their, you know, like maybe they don't have the reputation that you know other developers have, and they have a chance by putting their, you know games out there in that way yeah so and and, and like as a different option to like free to play so like you were talking about christian that uh, how would they get money off of it well if they do do that and they put them on there it's it's free they'll they'll microsoft's going to compensate them because they're not just going to do it outright for nothing they'll do but then like that's where the microtransactions come in and so long as they're not like egregious like you know oh it's by like to beat this boss, you have to spend this much, but not like a Candy Crush type thing while you fail in order to press, you know, spend $2 to continue. So long as it's things like, okay, you like this game a lot and you can buy like a cool skin for the character that you play or you like, then that's totally fine. Like, I have no problems with that. Yeah, right. Uh, that makes sense. And like, th- I mean, that's how that's how uh, Fortnite has basically oh my made God. so much money. In Everybody Lost plays Kitchen. that around me. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, apparently, well, now it's all about Apex Legends in the last, like, couple of days. Oh, I was actually, I was going to download it, and then I was looking at it, and I'm like, uh, I saw people, people already started talking, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, the, the, yeah, that's the people thing. People talking, like, bye. Uh, with with, with uh, Fortnite, it's, you can play, you can play, like, doubles and, like, four, like, fours. But a lot of people could just play solo. It's like, you know, sorry, it's Hunger Games, like one versus 100 last man standing, where Apex Legends, the core of it is you have, it's a squads of three. There's no, like, single player focus on it. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> but that being that being said, if you had two other people to play with you, that your friends, and you guys like that game, that's, that's a nice short burst game that you can play for, like, 20 minutes at a time, get something down, kill things, yeah, and then true. move on. That's true. Which we're probably going to talk a little bit about that in the games we're playing. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Or games we're not playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, uh, moving right along, I just want to talk about two things real quick, both Nintendo and both Pokemon related. Let's start off with uh, Nintendo's uh, announcement of Sword and Shield. Now, it's pretty basic. This, we just watched this this morning or shortly before the uh, show. They Nintendo has announced their big new, well, I think it's eighth generation Pokemon game, uh, which I, I for one, have kind of trailed off the Pokemon. Uh, I've only played the first one, but I played that one extensively. I'm talking like red and blue, yeah. not yellow. Oh, I mean, wow. when it first same released. here. No, same here. I'm with you. Because I played because one Pokemon game, and it was uh, it was Pearl, Pokemon Pearl. 
Uh, well, <laughs> listen, everybody <laughs> likes their Pokemon. Okay, but to be honest, like you, you don't get any better than being able to start off with a turtle with like uh, water guns on its back. Like it just to me, it's you've already peaked, and you can only go down from there. <laughs> uh, but that being said, this new uh, Pokemon is the first one that's going to be on a home console because technically Nintendo has always said that the Switch is a home console, not a portable console. And it does look like it. It's not. It's a lot more crisp. It's HD. It's. It looks beautiful. I'm actually. Ex- I've always been a water Pokemon type guy, but the th- they've they showed the first three starting Pokemon from this, and if I get it, and I am kind of interested in because even if I don't like it a lot, it's it is very much a uh, a uh, RPG that I could introduce to my yeah, son. Yeah, which is actually one thing that I did like from that was that it did look more RPG style, and that it was it was beautiful. I thought it was the love the setting and the colors i mean i it looked appealing just based on the aesthetics alone and uh, i mean was it the the water pokemon is that the sobble one yes okay. that's the sobble like i'm not I'm a, a fan of guy, that name I'm, that, I'm just saying no but i mean it's at least it's a little bit more original than score bunny yeah yeah the score bunny looks cool yes. like i like <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that one too. Oh, man. Like I think the the bunny looks cool, but like I said, the name like I, I'm not, I don't know. Who is making up these names? I just I'm wondering. Listen, that's all. Oh yeah, true. But listen, there's like over like 800 Pokemon by now. That's like true. I mean, there there is a maybe put a contest Pol- out there. You know, like yeah, that well, would be all awesome. the masses. Yeah, or yeah, do what they did with like all the like Mega Man. Right, right. If you guys, yeah. don't, if you don't know, like the. Uh, the original Mega Man game is the only Mega Man where the m- Robot Masters were not made by fans. Huh. Like every sequential one after that, they were all like, you know, the the developers said, okay, in Japan, all, send us all your Robot Master ideas, uh, and then we are going to use those and make all the robots since then. Hmm. And I think like six or eight, uh, uh, no, I think it's six because that's the last one that was on NES. Uh, that one uh, was the first one that had American. Um, two of the robots were designed by Americans. Okay, got it. But uh, it's something yeah, like something like that. But listen, there is. I don't know all the Pokemon. Like I said, I know 150, but at this point, I know there is a Pokemon that is. I think his name is Rubbish, which is literally a bag of trash. Oh, great! Oh, and there's an there's another one that is like an ice cream cone. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was Bowser's idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, but I am curious, and if they, ha- I'd like to see how many of the original Pokemon they have, or if they're going to have all like nine hundred or how. Oh my gosh! Uh, wow. Because they have done that in the past, so uh, we'll see. And I, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of see more about it. Uh, like I said, it is a, as an RPG fan, I can. I, I like the Pokemon series as it is a good starter for anybody to bring like kids in. I agree. It's like appealing visually. Oh. They've got like little creatures and like for an RPG they're like <laughs> basic mechanics. I think that like each each monster can typically have only four moves. There's a very uh, like rock, paper, scissor uh idea in the like battle system where you know like a, a water pokemon will be the fire pokemon so it's fire like, yeah like uh, it's appealing so, to kids because everybody knows rock yeah. paper scissors kind of right. yeah 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 
and it's it's just really great. But there is a lot of depth in it. Uh, a lot, for those that want. a lot more strategy than 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 you originally think. Yeah, and I like the name. I like Sword and Shield as the uh, two counterparts. I just I was wondering if they were going to were do, you over the colors? Like, uh, yeah, I well I don't I I'm gonna I would get Shield just because I identify with Shields better, but I wish it was a blue Shield. So I wish it was. <laughs> oh, uh, that's just a per- personal preference. Uh, uh, and so yeah, but I, I'm excited. Uh, there really isn't a lot of information on on the Nintendo Direct, but I was just excited to see it and. Uh, Supposedly, that is going to be like the big tentpole uh, game that's coming out this year for Nintendo in the, you know, like the winter, like Christmas time. Yeah. And listen, Pokemon sells like it's... absolutely. It's gonna do. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna do really well. And I mean, I, I, for not being a Pokemon fan, and like you, I hadn't played since the first Red and Blue. I actually would play this game just based on what I saw in the video and what I've read about it it looks appealing enough to me so i think it's going to be a big hit yep uh and we are going to move on to our other piece of detective pikachu oh, <laughs> our other piece <laughs> our other piece of uh nintendo pokemon news is i had you guys watch the detective pikachu trailer the second one that just right released. i saw the uh, first this one. one came out like a day yeah <laughs> So I tell you what, like when I first heard like a uh, a Pokemon movie, like an animated Pokemon movie, I was like, okay, I guess we'll see how it looks. Uh, then I heard that they were gonna have Ryan Reynolds as the voice of like the titular uh, Detective Pikachu. When everybody was talking about really hoping that it would be, um, oh my god, I can't remember his name, Louis De Palma. Uh, Danny oh, DeVito. Oh, really? Danny DeVito? Oh, oh I didn't well, yeah, they, that. They, Wow, I didn't know well, that. That's, that's, what, that's what people wanted. They wanted that gruff, like, you know, hardened... You know, <laughs> that's a very different Pikachu. Pikachu, that is for sure. Yeah. But when I saw the first trailer, I was like, okay, like I could see where this is going. This doesn't look like it's going to be like a total, like, uh, trash fire. And I saw this new episode, or a new trailer, and well. Tell me what you guys thought about it. Like, were your initial reactions? Were you rolling your eyes? Were you like, okay, I can see this and I'm getting pumped for it or uh, what? Because I remember when we first, we all, I don't know if you were there, Christian, but I know Heidi and her brother and maybe Paul, we all went to go see the original Pokemon movie when it came out in theaters. I was not there. Uh, I was not there. I, would the whole, <laughs> I like, forgot about that. <laughs> like the whole, I just remember the whole. Blacked out of my memory. Was... I really don't remember. I'm like, you I'm don't. Like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to imagine all of you each wearing a different Pokemon. No, shirt. that didn't happen. <laughs> no, we didn't. It, well, listen, it was. It was a. At the time, we, I mean, we were in, in our teens, uh, <laughs> and it was somewhere. red and blue, and it was like a new thing, and it was fresh. Yeah, it, well, it was with Mewtwo, and it was like. It was a video game movie, and listen, we were all like a, a crumb to a starving person is a feast, right? So we 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 want we want a good like were, video game. You guys were just gobbling it up. I guess but, so. No, just we were looking forward to seeing another. Like, there's always that thing of what is the. Uh, are we finally going to get a good video uh, movie adaptation uh, of a video game? I'm not, I'm not blaming. I'm not. I'm not judging at all because I've watched every Resident Evil movie there is. So. Oh, same, same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, but I remember groaning like in that movie, like towards the end, where uh, I think what is it, Ash? 
Ash turns into stone for whatever reason, and he's revived by the tears of all the Pokemon or sad. Oh, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's Spoilers, classic. I guess, for... Uh, yeah. Now I don't need to see the movie. I know Film why. history. No, you don't. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, my, anyway. originally, when I first saw the trailer for uh, Detective Pikachu, I was thinking, I rolled my eyes. I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And even Ryan Reynolds, to me, I was thinking, no, that's just not going to... I just don't see it. But then the second trailer, it actually makes me see how much more of a comedy it is. And I just thought... Mm -hmm. And um, Justice Smith may add enough of that sort of, you know, geeky sort of element that, you know, balances out the Ryan Reynolds sort of character. So I found that that it was a little more... Oh, a little more palatable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I I would wait on it to see if I would actually watch it or not, just based on the initial reviews. But uh, uh, right now, it does look. What do you... now about you, Christian? Oh, I mean, with me, like, I mean, I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan, and uh, from our Smash Brothers days, you guys know that my favorite character, if not. <sighs> Is, is either Pikachu or Falcon. So I'm I'm always been a big Pikachu fan. Um, looking at the first trailer, like, I had to feel the same way. I'm just like, oh no, like this looks really, really rough. Like they're trying to force all kinds of weird humor and Ryan Reynolds kind of humor into this into this Pokemon movie. Yeah, it's very it's very like Ryan Reynolds is very much like this character. Like right. it's, it's almost like Ryan Reynolds was turned into a Pikachu. Like it just acts just like him. Like I feel like I was kind of worried i mean second, I, guess, I don't really oh, no, go ahead. I, i'm not really like i don't have like uh uh i want to say a dog in this race where you know whether it's good or not but ryan reynolds being in this like i i wasn't like super depressed if it fails or anything like that and i was worried though that he was going to overshadow what the actual movie is about yeah but based on the second trailer i mean it just seems like yeah there's a little bit more story and there is a better a better idea of you can see how how him and Justice Smith will play off of each other. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm... And, and Justice Smith is the uh, the boy in it. Tim, I think, is his name. In the, yeah. in it. I don't. <clears throat> he's, but, mostly, yeah. he's, well, he's mostly known for uh, for uh, the the last Jurassic. I think Park. In Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, what the New World one? He, yeah, yeah, the, uh, fall, the fallen the, the second... fallen kingdom. Oh, I guess it is. Oh, yeah, I that haven't last, seen that last one. Yeah, the most recent. I've, I haven't seen it yet, so. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I have, I have the, I have the AMC uh, A list, so I could watch three movies. So, I'm not really losing anything if the movie's You're like, bad. why not? Yeah. So. Yeah, but but I gotta be honest, like it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's campy, like you know, like the old like uh, Pokemon movies do. Like it does look like it is bringing. Uh, it it's very much looks like a comedy, but it is almost like. It's grounded in enough realism that I don't think it's going to uh, like take away from it. Uh, like, I think not it's as childish. To... I mean, like it's yeah. definitely not the Pikachu that you're you were probably expecting originally. It's a little bit more of a dark humor to it, which I I'm interested in seeing that at least. But uh, I mean, we'll see. Listen, like I, as a fan of like old Godzilla movies and all this, if I just watch like monsters fight for like two hours while making quips like i'm happy with that and like it looked like that arena scene where it shows like a flash of like blastoise fighting all these guys like 
I'll go to see that five minutes. If I get five good minutes out of this, it makes me like happy about you know that Gen One. It was worth it for me. I would have said the same thing, but I also saw Pacific Rim too, so I don't, I don't, I can't agree with that. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> oh my god. So I, I haven't been burnt yet. No. So. No, I do like it. Like it doesn't feel like it's going. It doesn't feel like it's going like super childish. It doesn't feel like it's trying to capitalize off of being Pokemon. It's trying to be its own movie, which I kind of I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I, I like. I, I, the only thing I could hope for is um, that Pikachu's tears will somehow save the day in the end of the movie. Well, now that you know about yeah. that scene, what really got it? Well, yeah, I mean, no. the scene I don't well, remember. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am, I am very curious to see what the tone is going to be throughout the whole movie because they do have. Uh, you know, said there's that comedy with Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds as a, a rat that can shoot electricity, and then they have like. Ken Watanabe as a uh, Watanabe as a uh, hardened uh, ex-cop or chief of police. So I do want to see where it all goes, and I I like the bits like the whole mime thing at the end was really Mr. Mime. Yeah, that was a cute yeah. part. It was funny, and I think I was more then, uh, impressed with the battle scene, like the arena scene with uh, him trying to, I guess, shoot electricity out of his butt. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, video, just video games. Like when you talk about them, when we step back and talk about them, to, and especially you can understand why people that don't play video games are just going to be like, "What are? <laughs> why are these people talking about it this?" Up, <laughs> it just, brings up the five-year-old child in me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is why I so, go alone uh, to see a movie like that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you put like a little head, like a hoodie and, and like shades. <laughs> you put and, on like a fake mustache. Yeah, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna be bringing anybody from work with me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not even Fabian's going to join me. This is going to be my private time. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. That's what I had to do with... Uh, I, I watched um, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Aww. But, no, but no one wanted to see it, so I was there. In the... Oh, man, I want to go see it. I, I would go see it by myself. I don't care. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I love, trust me, I do it, I love that series. I do it all the time, but just like, I'm like no one was interested, so I'm like, okay, cool. I, I guess I'm here with a bunch of uh, 10-year-olds, but that's cool. No problem. Well, well, I'll tell you what, because you guys know that there's like a Mario movie also being made, right? No. Are you aware of that? The one with Bob Hoskins no. and, and John Leguizamo. No, no, no. They, no <laughs> That's Illuminations not even a possibility anymore. Illuminations is making it. Uh, wow. The people that made like Despicable Me. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and, but like, supposedly like Shigeru Miyamoto is like heavily involved in it as well. So I think it's going to come out in like 2021. Okay, got it. Uh, but this being a video game podcast, uh, what I might task you guys to do, just just to torture you if you guys aren't quite sure if you want to see this, <laughs> is make you guys watch it and we can all review it after. Fine, that that sounds like a plan. I'm, I'm, I yeah. love that. So, yeah, but that and like the Sonic movie, which, oh my God, like, Oof. I don't know. If it wasn't for the fact that Ben Schwartz is going to be Sonic, <laughs> I, I would not give a shit. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's. I mean, you have to watch yeah. both of those. You have to. No. Uh, do Do you know who Doctor Robotnik is going to be? I do oh. not know. I'll give you one guess. Wait, wait, give me a guess hint. Anybody. Give me a, a hint. hint. A hint. Come on. He is. I guess this is a really good hint. He's right now known more for political paintings. Uh, no idea. 
Yeah, you, uh, political paintings? Political paintings, like satire of political figures. Uh, I, no, I have no clue. I'm surprised you guys haven't seen any. No, of these. no clue. Uh, Jim Carrey. He's going to be Dr. Robot. Oh, oh, okay. This is live action, by the way. This isn't animated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't know. Be, uh, oh no! This is gonna be like another Riddler thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go back to painting. Yeah, because we don't know anything about that. Oh, true. All right. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, but that's just uh, I hate Sonic. Well, I don't hate Sonic. I love it. Sonic's never done me. I don't I love, hate Never Sonic. done me dirty. It's oh, never I love done me dirty. Sonic one and two, uh, Sonic and Tails. I like that. I mean, it was something great. I mean, I know that we're getting off topic a little bit, but I think I'm just going to say with Sonic, it was great at the time, considering how fast it went in comparison to when you know Super Mario. I think it was like for me, I'm thinking about it when it was first released and how like much of a rush I got from it. So I I will never say I hate Sonic. Yeah, and like I said, this <coughs> Sonic is Sonic is Sonic. Right. I'm not gonna. Right. I guess we'll leave it at that uh, then. Well, it was a long road. Uh, we took a few side trips, but let's uh, <laughs> let's try and reel us back in. Uh, this is what it's you gonna get be fun trying us. to edit this. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's gonna be fun editing. <laughs> uh, let's you see. Edit nothing. I want all of this in there. <laughs> That's right, especially that intro. Keep it as yeah, the intro. Three out. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll try and leave a few outtakes in the, in the bottom. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on to the games we're playing, but we're going to start off with uh, Anthem, mainly because oh. none of us are playing Anthem. I wonder why. Uh, I know, Heidi, when you were last on, we had done that preview, and uh, you were still like, okay, I well, was. it's not what I wanted, but I'm still probably going to get it because of, like, you know, it's Bioware. Yeah. And we all, listen, we all want, Sometimes we, no matter how good we want something, we have to realize it's just not for us at this time. And basically, I, I, I don't know about you, Heidi, but with me, when I first, uh, I, I was willing to still give it that chance, but it's, you know, because we were kind of hoping to see something in it that we didn't in our demo. Like, you know, just a little bit more. We were hoping that what we saw wasn't like the sum of its parts. But from what we have been seeing in reviews, it's kind of basically what we we thought originally, right? No, I mean, and I know that the I basically lied to everybody because <laughs> I was thinking, oh, it's going to be simple. <laughs> I mean, this is Bioware. Of course, I'm going to get the game. There's nothing else that you have to say. And then after the demo and some, after you know, recording that and a lot of thought that went into it. I thought <laughs> I was like, why would I go through all of that game? Like the hours that I would probably invest in it for, like I would feel it would be forced. And I just thought, yeah. you know, with the co-op and the, I just, no, I just couldn't do it. I could not bring myself to do it. So I'm not playing it and I haven't bought it. So that's yeah, when I and so glad and just for that time yeah the time investment because we had all talked about it i think if we had all gotten it like we said we were going to it would have been fine we would have still had fun with it we would have got our sorry we would have got our money's worth uh, because we would all play together in a four-man squad even like on the weekends yeah but nobody could commit it's like that you're waiting for that first person to like 
you know. Well, it's not that we couldn't commit, like, because when it came down to it, especially when Christian came on, we had talked about a game that we are actually really excited about, me, Christian, and Andre, which is uh, Division 2, which we all played that Division 1 and kind of talking more about Division 2. And uh, one thing that, uh, I guess for a teaser for next week's episode is Heidi's going to be joining me again. Uh, and we're going to just do, uh, me and Heidi are going to talk about, you know, everything this week. But we're also going to play the demo that is going to yeah, go yeah. on this weekend. I'm excited. So, uh, which, which it is, the thing about, like, Division that works is there is, if it's at least equal to the uh, the first one, the leveling experience was, there was a good story in there. It's not like with Anthem it was, you know... It's going to be hit or miss. You don't really connect with these characters. There with with uh, Division One, especially like I don't know about you, Christian, but I was really interested in this story. Yeah. Uh, which you don't have you don't have to play it to enjoy Division Two because I know Heidi. We talked about that sometimes where you want to play the first one in order right. to get into the second right. one. Like it's it's a basic story. Like basically the story of like Division uh, is it's 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 realistic and uh, it takes place not in like a fan uh fantasy world or anything it takes place kind of like here and now and where basically like during like black friday there was a bioterrorism attack on the world where they basically put this uh virus on money that spread during like black friday and stuff and it wiped out like what like 80 percent of the population okay and and then you are your characters are basically the uh, remnants of the civilization but you guys are like sleeper agents so you were part of the government so you guys are just trying to restore order and you know you're actually like the you're actually sleeper agents and you're only you're only activated when there's a, a, a like an omega level uh event omega level threat so when this terrorism this terrorism attack happens uh you're the ones are, that are are, are um uh, what do you call it? Like the spearhead of trying to uh, order back and get some kind of yeah. uh, government back and everything. So okay, yeah, just because all the cast, but it's really, really interesting. And the first one took place in York, New York, York, yeah. I want to say, As, yeah, and this one, bit... <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. I'm saying, yeah, it was New York, and it was it was a very accurate representation of New York. So it was really cool if you've been there. And then, of course, yeah, the new one is uh, Washington, right, DC. Yeah, it takes place oh, in Washington, nice. D.C. Like in the first one, because what would happen is basically you start off, you were this agent, and you had to find, uh, in the first one, you had to uh, like build a base, and you got like key people, like you you got a scientist that was, was there to help you try and investigate the virus and what happened to try and find a cure for it. <clears throat> and uh, you were also trying to track down the guy that started the virus. And there's it's a really interesting story, but it kind of cuts off. At the end, like there's no real like ending. You don't find the guy or anything like that. It just kind of like leaves it open to chasing him somewhere else. At least because I only played initially uh, when the game first came out. I think there was some like DLC that released later, but I think it wasn't like progressing that story in general. Okay. But you built you built the base. You did missions to find people. So there was like this interactive story that was really interesting. Trying to find this out, but you could, unlike in an anthem, which kind of turned you off, especially, is you had to play with other people. Uh, but in this game, you do these missions like strongholds and stuff, where you do have to play with other people. But it's not as like required. Like since 
since the game is very like like the missions were like tunneled like kind of through hallways and corridors basically you'd fight through this you'd move on to the next room and stuff uh it was easier like there was never that moment where you didn't know where you were people there's nothing to explore in the missions themselves it's just that whole like story that you progress through so you don't have to worry about trying to oh you see a herb over there or a nice uh, vignette that you want to go look at but what you can do is you can explore the city solo like you can just walk around okay. and see what's going on. And if you want to play, so, if you want to play with someone, there's always your hub, and then there's people there that if you want to find, like, like go to, yeah, you want to recruit and go yeah. to a more difficult area, you can recruit someone, but it's not it's not uh, mandatory. Yeah, and we're we're definitely I, I'm interested in seeing your take this weekend yeah, because one thing sure. we want to we want to play it together, uh, which we didn't do in Anthem because we're going to try it on the PS4, and I think it's going to be a lot more fun and more enjoyable if we do that together. But in general, I like the story a lot in Division, and it's a uh, it's a bit unique and it's just a lot of fun, and it also has the benefit of learning from the mistakes of the first one as opposed to Anthem, so. And to be honest, like Ubisoft has really, really uh, turned into one of my favorite companies now. Right. Or releasing, they've just, they've just taken a lot of care in their their franchises, and uh, they've done well with you know bringing Assassin's Creed back uh, and being a lot of fun. And um, even I think I think you said uh, Fabian uh, he he likes like the Just Dance and stuff. Right, uh, he does. But they, but they have a lot of a lot of uh, good games, uh, and they're treating them with respect. Even like the Watchdog and stuff, they're uh, they're doing well. And I, I played a lot of uh, Mario versus Rabbids, which is like a uh, XCOM type game for the Wii U that is really really good. But l- let's move on to the games we're playing now. Sorry, that kind of went off in a tangent. I apologize. It's okay. That's making me excited about playing Division 2. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I look yeah, forward and, to it. And to go back to Anthem really quick, I mean, the whole thing that... The only thing that got me interested in Anthem was playing with you guys. And then views, and I saw a uh, live play of how bored uh, the game players were talking yeah. about, like... Being a single like being a single player and then and meeting up with their friends to do stuff like the fact that 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 was still boring even playing with their friends was boring. I'm like, okay, so we're not going to enjoy this at all. So what are we doing? Yeah, and, and, and listen, the game. What everybody seems to say is, is a foundation for it, which is fun. There's a foundation for the game. So when there's an actual building there for me to have fun in, then I will go back and I will play the story and all that stuff. And I'm still, I still might get it. Uh, but the way I'm going to is uh, we had talked about Xbox Games Pass. Yeah, yeah. Well, EA has something like that for on Xbox and on PC, uh, where you can spend like 15 bucks a month and you can play all their their newly released games. So I might do that. Spend 15 bucks, play the 20 hour because that's what everybody seems to say is the uh, the campaign, uh, and at least play that. But to be honest, there's there's too many good games out there for me to be wasting on a game that is okay or I'm trying to find the fun in like if I have to find like if I'm really trying to look for what's great fun about the game then I'm trying to right and you're not gonna lose sleep over it yeah especially when there's so many other games many great games to play like Secret of Mana's <laughs> I hope that's a great game. I'm kind of like putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. Heidi, Heidi, let me tell, tell me about this game. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm actually, I guess there's a theme with me. I'm just, like, going 
back and back further in time, it just seems like, doesn't it? Because the last time I spoke, I was playing Red Dead Redemption and Resident Evil 6, and now I've gone even <laughs> further back to 1993. So uh, I've been playing the Secret of Mana remastered, I guess 3D remastered uh, version that they released on PlayStation 4. So I downloaded it, and I just wanted to get like a feeling of you know, nostalgia and where I was. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, in high school, I borrowed Secret of Mana from Christian. And I I think I didn't give it back to you for like three years. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. That's, that's I fine. Remember. That's fine. I, I, have, I have an anime uh, that you let me hide that I have. I oh, wow. Have, so. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I did not know that. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, what's it called? Like Kadocha, I think. Oh, I've never seen Kodomo it. Like, no Mocha. the yeah, child's yeah, toy. So. Oh wow. Okay, well, enjoy it. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> let's see. It's, it's been like it's been uh, years still, that I haven't. He uh, still hasn't watched it. <laughs> oh my god, it's yeah. actually good. It's actually good. No, I saw it. It's, it's nothing against it. It's just I'm. <laughs> I'm bad. Yeah. I'm a bad friend sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. I did that in high school. It's all right. I mean, the the Secret of Mana. It just was such a great hey. game. I, uh, yeah, I was about to say at least it's in pristine condition. Instead of saying like I I lent something to somebody and they come back true. with like a destroy a destroyed instruction booklet. Oh, and like, oh well, that probably Crazy. did happen a few times, especially with my brother. I think oh, you yeah. You do not remember this. <laughs> you do not remember this, then. Wait, you? did I do that? <laughs> which which game was it? I did that, didn't you, I? You didn't, you didn't, oh my you goodness. didn't hear the inflection which, in his voice. <laughs> which, which game was it? <laughs> so you can tell me. Tell me. Tales of Destiny. Oh, oh my gosh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> of I course did. I'm what right. did I do to it? Was it like I dropped it in water or something? No, I saw like you put it in your backpack and took it to school one day, and then it rained or something like that. I don't then know. you threw your book back against like, the wall a couple of times, and then and, and that was the point when you handed it back to me. And it was like, oh well, and then that's when like the sitcom zooms into your face, and you do this like shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I was really bad about borrowing stuff. I, I realize now. I mean, I did. Sorry, that's why. I, I that's why <laughs> destroyed your instruction booklet for Tales of Destiny, yeah, well, and then it's didn't give Secret of Mana back to Christian for like three years. Listen, it's it's part of your heritage because everybody in your clan just they touch something in mine and it just breaks. <laughs> like, I'm like, we're not gonna go down this road because I'm gonna get very angry very quickly. <laughs> I guess I should talk but, about. Uh, it. Secret of Mana. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I suppose. Uh, oh, shit. That's what we talk about here, isn't you it? You know what? It's because I was thinking about Super Nintendo and the heyday to me of RPGs. And I was thinking of, like, what, what were the top RPGs for me? And Secret of Mana was, like, is number one on my list, actually. And I just decided... And it happened to be the only one that was, uh, I think, re-released in 3D. So I just took it, yeah. yeah, which I I wanted to give that a go. I mean, and I have played it a number of times, uh, you know, in its pure form, the, the, like the Super NES form and uh, 2D, and I just love it so much. 
but playing it 3D, it doesn't really add that much for me. I mean, I, I do feel like it's uh, brought back memories, but it's not really as nostalgic of a feeling that I have, uh, that I was expecting. And I think because the music, like, too, like there was a lot, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not as uh, recognizable as it was before. Like, well, because it's orchestrated. Yeah. Isn't it? like it's a lot more orchestrated, well, can, and it's not. Can, can you, uh, can you change it back to the unorchestrated? I haven't tried like, actually. I wonder if you, you, you can. should try check that. Oh, I because like, go can. into options because a lot of a lot of things do that. Oh, like football button kind of turn it into a different. Secret movie. of oh, Music. I'm, I'm not sure. Soundtrack. Me so too. Good. And that's what I'm. The thing about Secret of Mana too is because I love the fact that it was it changed in the battle system. So before it used to be so much about turn based RPGs and. Um, that would be the case with Final Fantasy. Breath of Fire was like that. And then Secret of Mana was not... It was finally like a little bit more of a free roam uh, kind of battle uh, yeah, system. I wanna say, yeah, I want to say it was almost... It may not be the first one. Probably but not. It's one of the earliest action RPGs. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then... It was like... It was... It was Sorry, more like an RPG action. Yeah, game. exactly, like, exactly. Which was kind of so, like a Nintendo, like I guess um, a Zelda type of, a little bit. Yes, but it, but it was much more uh, focused on like the RPG aspects with like numbers, yes. and getting equipment, leveling the power that up, meter. To yeah, and that's that. That's what I uh, really enjoyed about that. But then the music adds a lot to it. The the color, of the the whole game, like how colorful and bright it was was something mm -hmm. that made me love it and that's why it's like my number one game and the reason why I decided to pick it up and play it. So I've played like a three or four hours of it that I'm into right now. Would you would you, would you say it? like it's worth was it, you think it's worth the buy for, for the this new updated version? Uh I honestly I I probably would go back to playing it on like what it was Original. like originally yeah that's weird because because I, I mean i lo i loved secret uh secret of man i said oh, i guess is it secret of man do we say secret of mana or mana i always say yes, mana, I've, I've, but i think it's i mana. think it's mana i mean i always call it secret of mana so did I. but uh but yeah that, that's the thing like with the remake is sometimes it's not as good as you want it to be or it reminds you it's just, it, it comes down to it's not what you remember and maybe that's what yeah. you're looking and for. Yeah, and I think also because but of the voiceovers acting. Like, everything oh. is voiceover acted now. And so oh, everybody yeah. <laughs> has a voice from the little kid that's, like, in the village to, you know, the elder yeah. and your main character. Everybody is talking. And it just takes away a lot from it because you had a voice in your head for each character. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. now it's, yeah, so that has completely changed for me, which is the reason why it kind of took me out of that nostalgic feeling playing this. Mm -hmm. So I, honestly, Christian, I would not actually recommend it if you okay. really wanted to feel that. I just don't. But I mean, I'm going to play it through nonetheless. Yeah. Because it's so, nice to remember yeah, the mean, story and everything. Yeah, because... Because no matter what, it's it's Chrono Trigger. Or sorry, it's Secret <laughs> Man. It plays. It plays. It's another plays, great game. <laughs> yeah, it plays like. See, it still plays like the. Yeah, old game, it right? does. Like, like the gameplay is pretty I, much I the mean, same. Yeah. So, I another, mean, that's still there. Yeah. Another question. I mean, another way is just like, let's say you never heard of Secret of Mana before. I wonder, like, how how people mm. would would you know how they would uh, receive the game. 
how old are they? And that's the question. <laughs> I think that they <laughs> like, find well, it a little lame, actually. Like a little okay. um, cheesy is more like okay. it because yeah. it's like it, it, the voiceover it, 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 acting, especially when you compare it to people. Like, let's say it's a teenager right now and they've they've played Mass Effect series. You know, I I couldn't imagine going back to Secret of Mana and being like, this is amazing. You know, like this is a very different time. Well, I mean, you should check, Heidi. Like, can you go into options if you want? Yeah, I will. See if you can t- turn off, like, see what you can play around. You're right. With. See if you can turn off the uh, the voice. That's what I'm going to do. Because I get that. I get that too. Like, imagine. Well, I it might not be that bad, but like, you know, they're making like a a Final Fantasy VII. Remake. I'm so excited about that. By the way, I um, am. But like, what oh, if yeah. they're all going to start talking? Like, I have voices ah, for these right. characters, and it's. Listen, there, there's good voice acting and there's bad voice acting. And it seems to me that the problem you have, like, it's bad voice acting, yes. right? It's, I mean, because you, you could tell. Yeah. like, and, and maybe that's more what's egregious about it as opposed to it, it having voice acting in, in general. It's just not not what you, you think. It's it like I'd be. rather not have it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's the thing with but, the anthem, too. I, I felt that way. I was, like, taken out, like, a disenchanted with it from just the voice act. Well, well yeah, it's, it's, and really it came, you know what really sold me on not getting Anthem is when you said we were reflecting on it and it was our conversation about the bartender. <laughs> and it was just like, I mean, you haven't been that Christian, but it just, it was not like Bioware no. writing. Or it wasn't like what you would want Bioware right, writing. Right, exactly. Uh, but <clears throat> let's let's try and get away from bashing I know. Because... <laughs> We don't but know. yeah, so um, Secret of Mana, that's what I'm playing right now, and um, toggling between that and Resident Evil 6, so getting through it. Okay, cool. Slogging away, are you still enjoying Resident Yeah, actually 6? I am. I mean, I'm on Chapter 4 now, so um, just came across Sherry. I don't know if I should even say that, but um, <laughs> that, that's quite interesting, so I'm excited to see where it well, goes. I mean- I mean, it, the game is like what over like. I know, old, I know. That's cool because like when I, I miss yeah, I missed the conversation that you had when you were talking when you guys were talking about Resident Evil, Resident Evil Six. I mean, a lot of people ever. I actually do enjoy it. It's not the Resident Evil that I'm used to, but it's out there, and it's, it's I actually do enjoy the game. Um, it's a lot more action oriented, but yeah, that's true. It's actually pretty difficult yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. But so let's move right along. Okay. Uh, so why don't you uh, get into a couple of your games, Christian? Uh, uh, well, tell me about the Mega Man. Mega Man. So let's start off. I started. I, I tried out the the Mega Man Eleven demo, um, and mm-hmm. it's it's exactly what you expect from Mega Man. It's very old school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's 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 hard as hell. <laughs> I played it as they had options for like beginner, casual, normal, and Mega Man. And I tried it on. I tried yeah. it on casual because I haven't played Mega Man in forever. Mm-hmm. I played like thirteen times in like four minutes, and I'm, you died thirteen times in four minutes. Four minutes. So I'm like, oh, this is not a casual. This is not the casual setting. Um, <laughs> so, so you say, uh, the casual is the lowest, right? Casual is the second lowest. Do, uh, I was about to say, do they need to have like a Christian level right there <laughs> yeah. between those two? Like or? a. <laughs> like a baby rattle and a pacifier next to what I is for Christian <laughs> I <could do>. level. <laughs> I could do, yeah. 
But no, but that being said, though, the gameplay was a lot of fun. Uh, the visuals were good. The, the updated graphics, very smooth uh, frame rate. And um, I mean, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's frustrating, but it's like it's the fun kind of frustrating. It's not the game where like you die and you feel like throwing the controller. It's the game that when you die, you're like, okay, let me let me figure out the timing better and let me play it better. No, yeah, that is like totally up my alley. Those types of games, I really I, like. You were, the Celeste just... game, right? You were, oh, you were, yeah. uh, when I was playing Mega Man, so yeah, maybe that's why I died because I was thinking about you. Oh well, <laughs> I guess I have that distracting. Uh, or I'm just like aura about me. I guess <laughs> I'm like, what would Robbie's face look like right now? And then I died. Well, I'd probably be cheering because I'm a lot better at those games than you are. You so. are, you are, yeah. But it's it's good. It's, I mean, you should try. It. Yeah. I mean, that being that being said, I can't play shooter or shit. So, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, well, I mean, it's we not a rhythm base. We all have our strengths. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. This. Hey, listen. It's just us, right? It's a circle of trust. It's just you, me, Christian, Heidi. It's just us. Nobody else is. Yeah. yeah nobody. nobody else and whoever else is listen, right. whoever listens to this will definitely hear everything. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. All right. So go on because I want to save my two for the end. So let, lay it on me about Yakuza Kiwami. A, a, a hot topic on this podcast <laughs> is the Yakuza series. Well, so I'm glad to get a uh, another opinion on so this. So if Mega Man was for Robbie, uh, Yakuza mm-hmm. Kiwami 2 is for Andre. Um Okay. Just so I could tell him, like, it's a, I, I had a lot of fun. Like, it's very, it's for lack, it's a, it's a very Japanese game. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Like, you know, if you know what you're getting into with a Japanese game, you're gonna enjoy it. You know, if that's what you're into, and and everything from from hearing the hearing Japanese nonstop, hearing random subtitles of people shouting things, and then you can go in and you could play um sega arcade games in an arcade yeah i love order, those kinds you know, of order. games within games sort of deal yeah i didn't know it was in kiwami too like what games because because in uh sorry kiwami one you can play uh i think it's outrunner oh yeah that's cool. uh, so outrunner and uh not outrunner it's I don't know. It's one where you're. It's like an on rail shooter, like an old school. Okay. Well, in Kiwami Two, yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have it available for the demo, but it did. You did see some of the games you could play when the when the actual game came out. Uh, it had Virtual Fighter and Virtual On were two options that they had so far. Oh, so cool. I thought that was kind of cool. And then yeah, I mean the combat system, it's fun. It's just it's like a updated version of of of, um, of Grand Theft Auto, but just more more melee. Or melee centric, and <laughs> you, you know, like uh, honestly, I, I think what I should have done is when we talked about it earlier is ask, like Heidi, if you really aren't sure about this game, or if I know you said you played the first one, it's just everything you need to know. You'll know if you just go on to YouTube and Google uh, Yakuza Karaoke, just <laughs> Yakuza okay. Game Karaoke, because if you if you watch it and you you'll be able to say, okay, this is a game I could I could get into or not because that pretty much sums out everything what I was trying to explain as far as it being like over dramatic and silly and all that so yeah okay I'll do that <laughs> I, just, I, yeah, I like the I like the uh, that a lot and uh, yeah I didn't so go I ahead. didn't need a keyboard and mouse to play it so that was definitely in its favor so mm-hmm. ace to a to a car a car pedal gas pedal so, <laughs> so. All all positives in the Yakuza 2 demo. So, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. 
Like I said, the game isn't for everybody. I understand that, but oh, I, I miss Andre. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to hear his rebuttal. <laughs> Gosh, we'll probably hear it next time. Right. But yeah, that's what I've been, that's what I've been playing, and, and the two fun games that I recommend. That's cool. Uh, awesome, man. Uh, so, I guess we're gonna. I'm gonna get into mine because I've been waiting to talk about the first one in particular. Like, so I've been playing. I played and beat. Mario Odyssey, which Mario Odyssey is the new Switch Mario, like the 3D one. And man, I had to say, like, I had to think a lot when playing this game because have you ever played a game that is great? Like, you know it's great, it's it's tight, it's beautiful, it has everything you that should be in a game, but you're just not feeling it? This game was like that for me. Like, I... I wanted to love Mario. I love Mario games in general. Uh, I, true, I've always preferred the uh, 2D ones over the 3D just because of the environments. I, uh, I, I tend to have a better uh, 2D awareness as opposed to like a 3D uh, spatial awareness. But this game, like this game is beautiful. It has a lot of fun mechanics. You can do, you know, Mario controls like Mario. It's tight for a 3D world. It it just seems like it's more of like a Mario, like a Mario-ass Mario game, 3D Mario game. Uh, and there's so many side things to do. So basically, this starts off where uh, Bowser is kidnapping Princess Peach in order to have a wedding with her. And you just... Basically, he shoves Mario out of the way, and Mario has to go travel to all these different lands. Uh, there's probably like ten lands in total, and within these lands, you can go get. Uh, you have to power your your ship to chase Bowser, which you have to get these moons, which is basically like the stars in in Mario sixty four. Uh, but the difference is with Mario sixty four, you had the hundred and twenty, and they were very specifically designed. But this one, there's like 887 or something like that. Like there, there's an absurd amount where you can either get one like really easily, like oh, there's one on the ground right where you start off, pretty much, or there are the more intricate ones. And I don't want to say that it's they're haphazardly everywhere because it does seem like they're all meticulously placed in a spot for you to either find or to do something. There, like I said, there are easy ones to get, or there's ones that are at the end of a hard uh, platforming challenge. And the worlds are beautiful, but it's just, I could not get into this game. Like, I wanted to love it so much, but I just, I just didn't. Like, and it, it, it almost made me sad at the end of it saying, like, okay, I'm just going to put this down. This is not for me. Maybe in a couple of years I might get want to get into it. But, like, it was kind of a hard start for me in general because, like, my two least favorite types of biomes to play in are desert levels and uh underwater water levels mm. and the first two in uh mario after you get your spaceship so you have like the tutorial area the first one's a desert and the second one is underwater level so i was just right right out of the gate i was it just started like, oh. off great like, for you <laughs> so is that really why i mean like why else could you not get into it was it just like it no, didn't it seem didn't. Like, daunting. Like I beat the in, game. In like I got like I beat the game as in I I rolled credits on it. Like I I I rescued Peach. Like I wound up getting like a I think a hundred and something moons. So you don't need to get a lot of moons in comparison to what there actually is. And actually, a lot of them you can't get until after you beat the game. 
Uh, but it just it wasn't fun. Like I didn't feel like getting the the moons was like a, a rewarding experience. I guess. Uh, yeah, it was like too yeah. too tasky, yeah. I mean, right? I, like it's not, it's not. It's like the card game in Final Fantasy VIII. Like I collecting mean, those I, I mean, listen. Cards. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it's weird. Like uh, it's weird that the change between the card game in Final Fantasy VIII to Final Fantasy yeah. IX was. But so I mean, a, car, a, a but a, a card game oh, will get me in. But it's just something like just this game was not what. I was just missing something for me, and that happens like sometimes. But I was just I was sad because man, this is a Mario game. This is a great Mario game. I mean, it's not like there's I can find a lot of faults into it. Uh, you know, with any 3D uh, platforming game, the uh, camera can be an issue sometimes. And I remember I was getting frustrated in a particular lava level, but I also play very aggressively. I when I, when I play these platformers, I don't usually. Like I like to keep moving and I I don't slow down and there's just parts you have to do that in this game, but it was it's fun like I, it's still a game that I would recommend if you've ever loved a Mario 3D Mario game, and like okay just because I I'm not feeling it I can acknowledge how great of a game it is but for me like I was just I was on a rut afterwards I just I I didn't like which is unfortunate to me because I wanted to like really really like it and I might go back sometime to play around a little bit more but they do neat things like there'd be parts where you would uh you know you can get costumes and worlds uh by spending like the co- the coins and stuff and then like there'd be parts where you would there'd be little sections like uh that you would like go into a pipe and then you would be like 2D Mario, like the original 8-bit Mario, but what was cool, and you had to do like a little platforming challenge on those, which I really liked, uh, but your costume would be like the 8-bit version of it when you go into the uh, this world, so it'd be like, like you said, like uh, Super Mario Brothers OG, but you have this new like pixelated uh, version of him, which is really cool, and I like, in the end, I have to admit, like the ending, the last... Uh, the last level, I really enjoyed, like the boss fight and the the like ten minutes after that boss fight, which was really cool. It was almost worth it for me, okay. uh, just to experience that. So, I mean, I'm happy I did. I got a good impression of it. It's uh, and it, it wasn't like t- to see the ending. It took me like less than ten hours. Uh, so it, it wasn't like a big time investment. Oh, okay. But obviously, if you want to spend the time afterwards to start getting all the uh, the the moons and stuff which you can which i mean there's like i said like some levels there's like anywhere between 30 to like i think the last world had like 100 moons in it uh so there's a lot to do there and it, it, it can be fun platforming challenges it just it, you know it wasn't for me and there is a lot of variety in the things you do so but you know it, it, it is what it is uh, and i was i mean i would i, yeah. I, I don't want to like yeah, I mean, like i said I, if if you like Mario, if you like three D Mario, this is a game for you. Personally, I I loved uh, and it's not the um, Super Mario three uh, D World. I think Super Mario three D World, which was the uh, Switch one, which I really love that game. Okay, like that I was kind of hoping to get that feeling, but that game I had like a smile on my face the whole time I played it, and it just wasn't this one. But it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the other game I picked up, like I I've been playing a couple other games because I have GameFly, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's just like a rental service. Uh, I, yes. When I uh, when I started yeah, this podcast, I needed to try and figure out a way I can play more games without spending so much money. Uh, and GameFly is a service I wanted to try, and that's why I kind of played Mario Odyssey and uh, 
what's the one I played before that? Spider-Man. So I got to play those, and I really liked them. Oh, yeah. So I've gotten enough out of the service right now that I'm probably going to continue it for a little while. Uh, I'm getting uh, Nino Kuni 2 soon, uh, which I really like the first one. Uh, but anyways, so I've been playing those games, and I've been playing this war game called Valkyrie Profiles, which I'm not, I'm not ready to talk about yet. Uh, because I've been playing it that I was like 10 hours deep, and then after talking with Heidi, I decided to finally break down and pick up this little game called Smash Brothers Ultimate. I don't know if you guys have heard this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, um, we have to gosh, play that. I'm balls deep. I can't. I can't stop. Like, so I can't excited. stop. I won't stop. Like, I... So, <laughs> what I've been... Like, I played, like, I picked it up. What's, I think I downloaded it Sunday night. Uh, I got it off, you know, on my Switch. As soon as I, like, was able to play it, I started playing the World of Light, which is, like, the single-player version, kind of like a subspace emissary in the uh, original one, or in the Melee version. Is it Melee? Mm. Yeah, I think that was Melee. It's basically like a single-player. The way it works is, first off, I think when you start the game, you only have about eight characters, like, you can actually play, which are the original uh, ones that are unlocked from, like, the very first game. And... You know, this right. game has like this game has every single fighter that was ever in any of the Smash Brothers games. So it it totals to about like sixty eight or so fighters that are in this game. Uh love it. So uh, but the way like World of Light works, it's a it starts you off, uh there's this big opening cinematic of basically the uh I don't even know what the bad guy's called because it really doesn't matter. But basically it's him and he controls like all these like master hands and they basically wipe out every single thing on, on in the world. All like the, the players, all the characters, the only one that was able to escape was like Kirby because he has his warp star. Uh, So it starts you off as, as uh, Kirby and basically it says like, okay, you have to rescue this world in order to do that. You have to defeat this big, big boss and you have to go around the world and in order to, you have to rescue the, other characters because they were captured and they're being used to clone like themselves to make the evil shadow versions of everything. So the way it works is you just kind of, it's an overworld map and you, it's like a linear path. You like go through one spot and then you'll come across like a battle. Uh, and then that battle is centered around a Nintendo character or a character in general. Like say, uh, uh the one I can remember is Slowbro. Like, it's Slowbro. Slowbro is not a fighting character in the game. So what they do is you have... The challenge for this fight is you are, like... You have to fight, like, the heaviest character in the game where he doesn't move. Not a, not a Snorblo... Uh, a Snorlax. Which is basically this giant bear that do- doesn't move in the Pokemon oh, universe. Oh, yes. So what you have to do in this fight right, right. is it since it's themed around that character is it doesn't move, it doesn't fight, it just has, like, a shitload of HP... And you have a timer, and you just have to defeat it with all your attacks before that timer runs out, which is kind of like indicative of what a Snorlax does. Like it doesn't really do anything; he just kind of is blocking your path. So, so, but it does it does different things like that. Like you know, it bring in things from uh, you know non franchises, uh, like uh, you know Hal Emmerich is in it, like Otacon, uh and. Uh, just in, I mean, this this is supposedly this is like a forty or fifty hour single player mode. Uh, 
So it's really long. And you don't have to do that to unlock characters, but any characters in the map that you go to and fight and you rescue them, you unlock them. I, and and what is cool is nice. like you get these little uh, – they're not trophies, but they're like stickers kind of uh, where – they're actually, they're called spirits. Is They embody like that uh, character, like I said, like Hal Emmerich or something, and you equip them on you, and they buff your character in a way. So either they'll give you things like like uh, one character might give you lava Im- floor immunity and a stage – is going to have like floor uh, lava on the floor and you can just walk on it then as opposed to that. So there's a lot of uh, things you can play around with these characters and you level them up and some are stronger than others and all that. But I just, uh, man, I've, I've been having a blast in this and I've only played the single player. Like you can easily unlock everything, uh, the characters much quicker if you just go into like, uh, I think it's like it's almost time based where like every 10 minutes of fighting or in a mode you can go in and unlock something but I've just enjoyed you know since I'm not really playing with anybody yet uh, I uh, I'm just kind of going through this slow pace I've been really enjoying unlocking characters that way but it's just like all these different battles that I've done it's it's really neat to see how they integrate the the character into the theme of the battle like especially when it's not like a particular character that is uh like a main character in the game uh but oh man i just i've been addicted to it i i can't stop playing it and i t- i haven't i, I want to get into the multiplayer because i haven't still gotten that that experience that you know we used to have where uh, listen listen i i, I yeah. played a very specific way yeah. when we play uh, we always play with items on but i'm <laughs> i'm waiting for the experience where i'm waiting for where, where I, no, I'm gonna say where yeah. there's a fucking like a, a Pikachu running around doing nothing but spamming fucking thunderbolts on everybody, and a fucking like Samus that's <laughs> all the way out in the distance trying to pretend like to be ignored, throwing pot shots of their fucking like, or a fucking Captain Falcon who just will not let you get back on the stage and be this cheap ass son of a bitch that wants to do anything, and then all that's left for you to do is just. You know, give up, look look into the face of death, come out of the void, and just want to kill everything with a Jigglypuff <laughs> using only one move. Looking at his, looking at his death. You, you don't expect to win, but you want to get close enough to just uh, make everybody's day a little less enjoyable because of that. So, right. Yes, you <laughs> so, certainly so did I'm, a good I'm job. Very much <laughs> favorite beverage. One of my favorite memories, though, is not even you as Jigglypuff, it's you as Yoshi and just running off don't play Yoshi, the edge because oh. you were just you, you just couldn't deal with it anymore. And we just saw we just saw you running off the edge, and it was just like yeah, you would commit suicide and take no, a that, step. No, that was with a Donkey you, Kong. That was yeah. the original one. You had Donkey a... Kong. Oh, with Donkey? No, oh, but it didn't... no, oh, you no, would, with... yeah. no with Yoshi, wasn't it that you would just like be at the edge and then you would shoot out That's the not egg yeah you would shoot out the, the egg edge of the like, stage i don't play Yoshi at all like it's probably probably Christian. somebody else that did that i just remember yeah. you as jigglypuff J- i remember Jigglypuff. You as when i turned into jigglypuff that was i was a man that had nothing to lose like at that point <laughs> I, <laughs> you really did i mean I, you I, had I, your I, one thing uh, made people fall asleep and then no it wasn't just it, like no, it wasn't because Jigglypuff and... has this one move that you have to be like Jigglypuff has to be right up on your grill. Like he has to be, you know, he has to 
breach your yeah, yeah breach your personal punch. bubble where it's, a power it's, punch. Yeah, it's exactly. like it's super hard to get off but if he touches you and gets it off it's almost like a complete you know smash out but it it leaves him invulnerable because yeah. he falls asleep during it and uh, like I said exactly. at that point I didn't care like you guys said well, not you guys I want to say it was specifically one person who shall not be named because then I'll start cursing Awesome. <laughs> uh, one day, yeah. one day he'll be but, on uh, there. No, my main is Doctor Mario, and that's the one thing. Like I'm playing this too. I have not unlocked Doctor Mario yet. And as much as I've had, I've had a lot of fun with the characters I've unlocked, and it's been neat. You know, since I don't have all the characters I usually play, it's fun to experiment with these new ones because I played like one that I found that I really, really like is a uh, Duck Hunt Dog, which you wouldn't think would be like a, a good character. Oh my! Yeah, I didn't even know that uh, there was a Duck character. Hunt dog is in there. Uh, the villager, like, I could totally see. Like, say, I could totally yeah, see like, that character. Uh, like, Snake is in there. Uh, Solid Snake. Uh, <laughs> Cloud. Cloud. I from love Seven's in there. Uh, I'm trying to think of who Pac Man's in it, which is interesting. Uh, I think th- I think the newest one that they have in here is King K. Rule. He wasn't in, in before, but w- one of the things I've had fun doing is just. Hmm playing around with some of these characters I would normally not play. I kind of like, and like, I tell you what, yeah. like, I, like the first character you unlock besides Kirby is obviously going to be Mario. And Mario is like 90% the same as he is in all the other ones. But he has this one move that's changed different that completely throws me off on playing him, which I'm hoping like Mario, Dr. Mario is not going to have that ability. So they do... Everybody does ch- is like slightly tweaked from what we remember, especially from melee, because that's that's pretty much really the one we all got into. Uh, but there, like I said, there's yes. like ninety something. Uh, there's like I, it's one of those fish things where it starts off there's like fifty characters, then there's like eighty characters, now there's like three hundred and five. Yeah, we, I mean, we got to play this. Uh, I, I don't know why we haven't going yet. Going to have to do those. You're going to have to buy the online service to play. But that being said, okay, got it. As opposed, it's like twenty bucks for one year, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's worth it. Yeah, it's worth yeah. it if I can just yeah, we'll kick see, your we'll ass see. over and over again. Uh, but yeah, we definitely. Uh, <laughs> and also, I I want to one of the things they have in speaking of the other games I've been playing is uh, I bought the Nintendo Online service specifically for this game and to try out the uh, Battle Royale Tetris, the Tetris ninety nine. Uh, which is oh, interesting. Yes. Like I, I like oh. it, but oh my god, am I bad at Tetris? There, th- like, listen, <laughs> listen, guys. I I am man enough to admit there are some games I am never going to be good at. Like uh, <sighs> Mario Tennis is one of them. Is the most egregious one. I'll admit that I'm just I, I am that that game makes me that game makes me angry, sad, and like all the emotions. Oh, I feel like I'm I need to be put away after playing that fucking game. But uh, <laughs> Tetris is uh, I like I like it. It's fun as Tetris, but man, I'm bad at it. I'm like I'm getting knocked out in like the like lower half, like you know, like fifty to hundred. Uh, but it's fun. I think it's something worth okay. like trying. But it also. But, but one of the things they all yeah. it's free. It's it's free if you have the online service. But they what one thing they also have in that online service is you can play a lot of like there's probably about twenty to thirty uh, original NES games that you can stream and just play. Uh, and and they got some like original. Okay. They've got like 
They have all the three Marios, so that alone is worth it. They have the two. They have oh, like the yeah. uh, Legend okay. of Zelda one and two, uh, and then they have like other ones. I like have that Donkey Kong, but one I wound up getting into is Gradius. Man, I love Gradius. Like, uh, but wow. Oh, that's yeah. That is uh, old school. It's, it's like one of the shmups I like, and that's a game that I'm not good at. But one of the cool things about uh, <laughs> this online service is they have. Uh, uh, instant saves, like you can save your state of the game, so you can literally save at any spot. So I, I like I play like the first like five levels of like make because one thing about Gradius is if you die, you've screwed yourself because throughout that whole the whole game, like you build yeah. up your ship, but as soon as you die, you lose all the upgrades. So I'm literally like taking the one life. I'm getting past the section, and then I'm saving right there. I'm I'm, I'm cheap. Oh my I'm goodness. Listen, it's 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 either I do that or I vaguely remember you doing this same sort of strategy on another game before, like way back when. Like some some crazy hard game game that you had to. I, can't, I wish I could remember what it was. Man. Yeah. Well. Uh, but- but that's pretty much it, uh, Heidi. Uh, if you get that, we're we're definitely gonna play some more of that. Uh, and hell, if you if because have you started uh, Smash Brothers yet? No, I have had it and I have not started well, it. And that would be something interesting. I will. Like if you if like a Sunday, like Christian could go over and we could all play it together because it's easy. Yes, we just we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. have to like record yeah. not record well bring record, but uh, we have to. Uh, have voice chat somehow, whether on our phones or something, because it'd be awesome just to record the yeah, screen of all of us. I mean, battling. Smash Brothers is a great game, and it, and it would be great. But if, if I know with me, if I don't have that satisfaction of hearing the pain I'm causing somebody, it, it that's, that's true. Like honestly, that's like eighty percent of the game for me. Like uh, <laughs> that, that is what yeah, yeah. it's the audio. The audio is necessary. Oh, so. I agree with. All that. right. But that's fun. I Absolutely. look forward to playing that with all of you, uh, and definitely this weekend checking out Division Two. But that's pretty much all of it for now. So yes. we are going to just move right on, finally, into the main quest. All right, everyone, check your equipment, restock those potions, and load up on magic scrolls because it's time for the main quest. Now, our main quest this week, uh, we had talked about it, is we wanted to talk about the top five SNES RPGs that we each have come up with. And I'll tell you what, like, there's some overlap I can see already, but that just goes to show you how great these games are. Like, I know when, when this we suggested this, I think it was Christian suggested it, actually, which is, uh, like, easily, like, the first top three for me just popped right into my mind. And I'm pretty sure that happened to you guys pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, the easiest was the three, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's start. I, I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do this because since we do have so much overlay, well, I think it's best to just talk one by one about the games that we have here. So let's – I don't think we need to really worry about uh, like what number one is. Like, There's no suspense here. I think what I'd rather like to do is instead of being like – a numerical value of the of the uh, game itself, like say this is my number one. And we can mention that if we want, but this is like the top five RPGs for us in no or no particular order. Because I could tell you, like the top two can change any day of the week for me, like depending on my mood and how you ask me. I don't know about you guys, but uh, but I think it's just a little easier to yeah. to talk about them this way. 
and we, we can kind of mention it. So let's start off with, uh, looks like, uh, Christian, because you have two that aren't on either one of our lists. Uh, so let's start off with those real quick. Uh, okay. So talk to me about uh, Secret of Evermore. So this will be your number five, right? Okay. Yeah, number five. Uh, Secret of Evermore, I, I love this game. Um, it's actually a lot of people could have mana clone, well, and I can totally, company, I get right? it. Uh, but I just, and of course, it has, yeah. it has Secret of it, right, in the first two, the first words. Uh, but I just love the story. I love the story. It's about this kid and his dog that are from Podunk, USA, and that's the <laughs> first time I've ever heard of Podunk before. So I, just, I was captured by that already. And they somehow get trapped in this world of Evermore. And the world of Evermore is comprised of four different worlds mm. of different time periods. And every, every, every area plays differently. You have these weapons that you have to develop. Uh, your dog changes depending on yeah, what, so it's what like world you, you're you in. Like you're time traveling in it, right? That's, that's what it is. I know. You're kind of time traveling because you go from prehistoric to futuristic to like um, well, that that would of, be defined. Uh, that would be defined uh, as time travel. Kind of, I mean, uh, <laughs> if you go to different <laughs> eras, I think that would be so, because it could also be like a multiverse, and the multiverse just has different. Okay, things, okay like, I guess, but isn't like specifically like you run into generations of uh, like characters and stuff? Potentially, but I'm just yeah, saying it this way. Right. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? You do you. All right. Um, I do remember when you have your dog and you're coming out of the movie theater and then you go into this one crazy place and your dog turns into Yeah, that's into like wolf. in the beginning. Yeah, that's like the first Yeah, I just I, I, first do, I do remember to, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I never really got into this game. Actually, I think, Heidi, your brother was the one that really championed this game for me. Like, yeah, he, he did. Uh, I did like the aesthetic like in the future, like your dog is like a toaster. Like his body is like of a toaster and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> A toaster yeah, that shoots that shoots awesome. laser. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that and I I loved I loved the story and I like the actual thing was it was the alchemy. The, it's the first time I've ever seen like an alchemy based right. magic system where you had to like have different ingredients in order to oh, like you cast have to, like collect spell. them and stuff. Uh, I thought that the cool thing is that your dog you would have you would send your dog out and to, to sniff out ingredients and it would sniff all over. And sometimes you get like really rare ingredients that gave you access to like better spells. Um, so it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't, I haven't thought about the game until we started talking about cool. our top five RPGs. Yeah. When you mentioned it and you had it on your list, I was like, Oh man, I remember that game. I like got so excited about it. And um, I did remember the dog as yeah. the toaster kind of a uh, r- robot dog yeah, that would follow you around. Yeah, and then before- also, I, I, you know what else I remembered I liked about it was uh, it had kind of had like a little eighties sort of like theme to it. I guess hey. the character or the music was something that kind of reminded me of eighties or early nineties. So so I kind of like even the way he looks. It kind of reminds me if you look at his character design. It's yeah. like almost like a Marty McFly kind of look to him. Yeah, exactly. He has that kind of vest look. Yeah, I did get that no. too. Let me talk about the other the other yeah, game on my list. Or? I. Yeah, let's go with right into like Shadowrun, just so because I know like with right, the other so, ones we're all gonna have a lot more to say about them. So <laughs> let's. Uh... Yeah, the other game that I had was Shadowrun, and it was based on this fantasy world. It's, a, it's essentially a cyberpunk. It was started a cyberpunk uh, world, and it takes place in the future where 
uh, magic had come back to the earth. Mm-hmm. So you actually had uh, things like elves and orcs and and and, and wizards uh, become part of the earth again in the, in the future. And you kind of come out of you come out of it. You're, you're a character named Jake Armitage, and you start off the game getting gunned down by a group. And you don't you lo- you lose your memory, so you don't know why these people shot you. You don't know why you were left for dead. Um, so you have to go and find out. You go find out how how this all happened and why it happened to you and what's so what's so special about you. And what was cool about it was that it was kind of like um, it's like a, it's it's a it's a, a point and click was part of it. You actually had a cursor where you got to point and click different areas. So if you wanted, if you saw like a chest or if you saw like a, a closet. You would click on it, and that was like a new experience for me, like in an RPG. And then it was also live. It was a live. Um, it was an action RPG because you would be shooting around everything, and shooting guns and stuff. And it was it was a, it was a lot of fun. And then you had dialogue options, which was a new thing for me as well. Playing this game, you would talk to different characters, and you would see different dialogue uh, mm-hmm. bits that you would ask about, and it would like so, further I mean, this, the conversation. Yeah, this was, that was a new like experience. A- like a proto, like Bioware type conversation, because this is based off of the uh, tabletop games, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, yes. yeah, the tabletop games, and it was actually based off the books, the novels that they had on show. Yeah, I go ahead. Go and, ahead. Sorry, and it's just like uh, I was cool because like, when you, once you ha- once you got used to that gameplay, then you had magic involved, so your character also learned magic, and then you had. Um, cybernetic enhancements involved, so that added a different level. And then you had the you had the almost like uh, what was it called? It was like the Matrix. You went into cyberspace, oh, yeah. and that's how you that's how you hacked that's how you hack things, and that's how you got you can get like a load of money or, ton, or tons of information. Um, so there's a whole lot of layers to the game. It was a lot of it was very interesting. Oh, that's cool. I really liked I, it a lot. Have you seen anything like that like nowadays? Like uh, I because because I, I think that's one of the reasons why. Uh, the new uh, CD Projekt Red game looks so appealing is that that universe of like there's not a lot of people that do like the cyberpunk and do it well uh, with you know cyberpunk cyberpunk 2077 coming in so I know you had mentioned you're really looking for that too you kind of hoping to like grab some of that shadow run yeah the closest thing the closest thing I could think of is is, uh, oh, yeah, is yeah. DSX uh, that was pretty close one, to it one thing but... I, uh, it didn't have I as much like fans about the uh, like you said the uh, the world of Shadowrun in particular is it is that it's uh, cyberpunk but it's also fantasy cyberpunk where it's mixing in all those races that you as as pretty much a strictly a fantasy player kind of knows and likes to deal with and definitely uh, interesting type of uh, game that's cool and I. Uh, I have a feeling like if Andre was here, he'd say a lot more about it because I think he really likes Shadowrun, that whole like series. But he's not here, so I can move on. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've, now we're going to talk about... Yeah. The overlaps, we'll start I off guess, with, right? uh, I guess, our, me and Heidi. I think me and Heidi, are, are, uh, our lists are like almost pretty much very similar except for one. Yeah. So we're going to start off with one game I did not you would never expect to be a good game at the time because now there's been several RPGs in this series but Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. I tell you oh man when you first when I first heard about about like this game 
I was like, what? How are they going to do this? Like, Mario is... Mario and RPGs just never seemed like they would be, like, the right fit for me. Something about it, because, you know, Mario game... Or, sorry, RPGs are typically very, like, narrative and story-driven, and the one thing Mario has never had is a narrative game. Like, it's just, you know, Rescue the Princess or something like that. <laughs> exactly. But then when I saw, like, the Nintendo Power with this on, with the iconic, like showing Bowser and Peach. I was like, wait, you're Bowser? You're Peach? You're all teamed up? It's like, I I could not <laughs> be more excited for this. And what's amazing about it, this was pretty much one of the first times that uh, Square Squaresoft made this RPG. I mean, with the Nintendo characters. And, and Nintendo wasn't known for licensing their characters to other people. But how about you, Heidi? Because this was on your list too. What 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 grabbed you about this game? Well, I think that it. You're right. At first, I also was thinking that it was going to be a fail because it was Mario, and I thought Mario and RPG doesn't mix. And uh, very pleasantly, you know, when it first came out, decided to give it a shot. And I think it took me a while, actually. I did, I did not get it when it first mm -hmm. came out. I think my brother did, and he was playing it. And then it took me a bit to finally decide to play it. And first of all, the graphics of the game at the time, yeah, I was very time, impressed I, with. Had, it was very much like... The, I mean... Oh, go ahead. And it was... Well, the, it's because it was like at the end of, really, Super Nintendo's like life. So they really were able to... I think like maximize the full yeah, potential it was of that almost system. Like, uh, similar to what like Donkey Kong did on the Super NES, and like almost that same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is huge. And yeah, so I think yeah. that it was that. It was the fact that you could play uh, different characters. It was this more, and it was much more uh, story driven than I was expecting. But I, I remember being so impressed with it. It wasn't the most challenging game, no, they, but it was it a lot of fun. Had, like, so. It did do some things that now seem so obvious, in, especially in these RP, uh, Mario RPGs. It is really like the first one. Like They had great characters like uh, Booster, which I, I remember uh, him kidnapping the princess, and then, you know really seeing the the, like, the comedic chops of Bowser when he gets kicked out of his castle when he's crying on the side of the streets. And it's just really funny, like, seeing all these people interact. and uh, Yeah, there was some humor that you weren't John expecting, uh, too. Johnny Five, That's true. I think his name was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's really cute. There was a lot yeah, of cute but, scenes like it was, that. It's, it was a long media RPG, and you got to meet like you know even characters that you didn't get to see. And there was a lot of heart, like Mallow, and his whole Cloud Kingdom storyline. Like it was amazing what they really did with right. this uh, series. And it was just not expecting how great this game was going to be. Like, but oh, like yeah, that was a that was a hit. Yeah, that's why it's in our top you five. Guys, ever get a chance to play this game? Uh, get it. Hopefully, they released. I think it was on the uh, SNES Classic the, or SNES Mini that was released. But yeah. Oh really? But uh, that, that is just like, and it's it's I'm, it's not common to find it. Like, and it's not talked about. You know, this this series kind of evolved into like the Paper Mario RPG series, and it really like because it this is the first one that kind of uh, had the system where you talk to them uh or no when you like in the battle system like there was the timing like if you hit hit the button at the right time you would do a little extra damage or something like uh, like that or heal a little bit more uh 
that, that oh yeah i remember that it's a lot more that. common now but it originated from there i don't remember the first time uh besides them that, that happened so it was really fun but now we're going to start really getting into our favorites i will i guess i will start off with this my fifth game that i put in here now christian you said you knew what it was because uh, i haven't told anybody what it is i am i am 90 percent sure i know what it is yeah i, I have well, no idea I'm going to say... Go ahead, go ahead, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Christian. What do you think it is? Yeah. Bound? Yeah, it was. Oh. Earthbound. Wait, what was it? Oh, I totally forgot like, oh about my God, like that Earthbound game. Earthbound to me is... There was oh, something special yeah. at the time with Earthbound. Like, it was... It's... It, it's about a boy... <laughs> I don't even like a psychic boy that is out to go save the world, but it starts off like you're right outside a meteor, a meteor uh, hits the ground and weird shit just starts happening. Like, and that's all I needed at the time. Like, you, and basically it's all about you just traveling. You're like a 10 year old boy or I don't even know how old you are, but Ness. And he just starts going traveling yeah. to town to town trying to find out what's going on. Every town has a problem. And every town, you have to fix it. But whether it's fighting like shark gangs, uh, like a gang of sharks, uh, or people dressed up as sharks, uh, or going into like the, uh, the weird <laughs> circus town where like at night everything was like super spooky and neon or the neon town and just meeting like the Mr. Saturns, those weird uh, moon people or like getting help from like the apple kid like uh or rescuing paulina from the uh, mole people and like you can't forget jeff uh the inventor and uh Pooh, the uh mystical uh ninja guy, or mystical monk but that game is like the road trip rpg because it's just basically about you traveling the world and finding things and the fact that your parents let you do that and your dad would just You'd call your dad and ask your dad for money, and he would just deposit money into your account. Or, and it was, it was beautiful. And I liked the fact that it was one of the first games that you could see the enemies on screen, and you could approach them. Like if you push them from behind, you would like surprise them, and you get that extra attack in before they did. Uh, and that was like really one of the first games that had that, where there were no random battles per se. It was just everybody was on screen. But man, that game was like beautiful. I remember the artwork and the uh, the guides and stuff were all like uh, uh, claymation. You know, it's such a, it's like, wow, you really jogged that from the deep recesses of my mind because I completely forgot about that game. But I remember I really liked it. And the, all those scenes that you mentioned, like the crazy circus place and that I, I, now you make me want to go back and, and yeah, find that game. Yeah, it's it's such a, a good mission game. this and week. It, I mean, it, it, there's nothing like there's nothing like it. There was nothing like no. it at the time. Yeah, it was. Oh. It, yeah, and, and, such and, an original. And wow, wow. To, what to me uh, was unique about it too was it was pl it took place. It didn't play, take place in like a fantasy like Dungeons and Dragons type world. It was it was more or less like a modern version of this world. It was a weird version, but I also remember going, was it uh, the blues brothers? Uh, I forget what they were called, but there's like this traveling band of, you know, basically like the blues brothers that uh, you would join them and they would 
take you on your bus to go to like these different world uh these different lands but it was just it was so fun and so cool and i loved the way it looked and it was a great game and i remember like <laughs> the ending Ooh. no spoil uh, i guess the spoilers for a 20 year old rpg too but uh <laughs> like the fact that the final <laughs> like the final boss is pretty much like the first guy like you you encounter in the game like you know that's been done before with like final fantasy but like your your neighbor pokey yeah. the fat kid with glasses and listen i, I can relate to pokey in more ways than one but uh it was just it, it was a cool game it was really unique for the time and there's a reason why people are still clamoring for another one and or them to release the uh the the sequel that was never released in america yeah they have to and he's oh. also He's also like the main character that. is a final uh, Smash Brothers character. That's that's Ness, and then Lucas was the uh, also a Smash Brothers character was the main character of the sequel, which is actually uh, uh, Ness. Earthbound is actually the second game in the series. There was an NES version, but um, I never played it. But it, it is you can play it if you have. Uh, you know, I'm not condoning going online to find ROMs or anything like that. But I know there is another way to play it, or there was at a point in time. But yeah, oh, that game is so great! Like, it's beautiful, great music, great characters. Man, but that, but that's <laughs> you made me did very I, happy. Did, did like, I, I brought I a smile to right? my face. I it really well, did. <laughs> you did, did. I mean, it was just something that, like, wow. I curveball of nostalgia. Oh yeah. Now, oh yeah. Now, when, wow. I, when I made my five, one had to go because listen, we could probably make a good like a solid ten easily, but you know when I, we chose five, something had to miss. But luckily, Heidi and Christian picked up the slack on my end, and you guys both put uh, Secret of Man on, which we had talked a little bit about earlier. Which yeah. is my number one, actually. So it's yeah, yeah that it's, that. For all the things that I mentioned before, the reason why and, and they were and they were you know I don't know if anything else to add. And there was oh, something yeah. really special about that game. There still is, like, you know, the journey of like the Sprite. Like I, Sprite was always my favorite character. Yeah, why? I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. Uh, yeah, no, and just was it no you, at the time. <clears throat> Go for the little guy, uh, always. And with the uh you know, it's the first time that RPG is like a co-op RPG too. If you were able to, usually yes. you play two players because the the Super NES only had the output for the two. But if you did have the multi-tap, you could play three right. players. Which I one of the things I was curious exactly. about is this new remake. Uh, if you can play online with other people, if you both had it, uh, but I know you can play with multiple people. But I don't know if it's just couch co-op only. But that is a fun little thing. Like, Got it. That game is... Yeah, I mean, like, Secret of Mana had brought about a, a lot of things that you didn't get from mm. RPGs before it. So that's that's one thing that... That's the reason why I think uh, it's number one on my list. And and it was one of those that I would replay over and over again, which is why I would mm. never give it back to Christian. Yeah, and so. I'll tell you what, like, the first <laughs> time, like, you fall into that hole and fight the giant mantis, I mean, that thing at the time was freaking, like scary like talk about like a huge boss and like i just i love the design of it all like, well, Tim, <laughs> yeah and i remember i mean I'll, I'll never forget the the final the final battle i forgot to say spoilers again for a game that's well but uh yeah i mean the final battle against the mana beast 
Like, I mean, the way it was built up, like, I'm like, oh my god, this he just wants to like stop the the bad people from from exploiting mana. I don't want to kill the beast. It's the first time right. I didn't want. The first time I didn't want to yeah. kill the it, final it boss. It wasn't this. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it wasn't like a like twist. This big bad that was you know. You build up throughout the whole thing. It was just uh, like you said. I was playing with my brother. I was playing with my brother, and we both were just like, "Do we have to do this?" Like we kept on, we would like, we would like, just kept kept on healing each other because we were hoping there was just something. Was like, would see that you we're just, not fighting him. Just give him a hug and you know? tell him everything's gonna be all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. I mean, I like that. I know it's not the first time that you have that bit of a twist because I remember that being the case with mm. Breath of Fire too. You know, like oh yeah, the, you're that, right the faith that you would be following the whole time and then you're mm. like whoa this yeah. is this is a bad guy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's all that yeah, yeah. secret of mana just like, definitely it's my number two game and, it, and it's it's sure. rightfully it's a good one. on like the top five that's for sure i i, I miss up but i just there's a few other games here that i just liked a little bit more but that's not saying that by any stretch of the imagination that that doesn't deserve to be on the top five now I think we're down to the oh no we we have the Breath of Fire two let's talk about which wasn't on Christians like I said but me and Heidi put this one smack, smack in about the same spot too I think we both oh, had yeah. it on uh, four uh, but man Breath of Fire two what can be said about this game like it is it was challenging it was hard, as fuck it was challenging but the story was great uh, the know, story was you, excellent whenever I play a lot of like RPGs what draws me into it is even if the the like the world story or the overarching story is not great it's all about the characters and their like personal journeys for me a lot and every single one of the characters in here to me was unique and interesting like even the characters i hated like i could tell you like there's this one character Stin which is a monkey that i just i did i did not like the it. monkey no matter how many times i play this game <laughs> You know, I was gonna really? guess that oh, was your favorite. I fucking hated Stan. Like, <laughs> yeah. passion. Like, so. Like, listen. <laughs> oh. This can tell you what kind of person I am. I hated Stan. I've played this game multiple times. I there's a part in this game where you have to play a Stan only. Like, and I, I, I knew remember this was happening. I refused to p- play with him any time before to build him <laughs> up because I didn't want him in my party any second longer. So you had him yeah, like so level I, one. I would die so much. <laughs> I would have to spend. Five to ten times longer in this area because I refused to do and but I knew oh it happened. Like, but I refused to put him in my party because you know what? Fuck Stan. That's why. Like, uh. Which is the reason why Breath of Fire 2 is interesting because if you didn't have him on your party, they would not level. So it's not like a lot of RPGs yeah. that you play now. You have to play them in order for them to level up, which was really what made it so damn mm-hmm. challenging too. And and the reason why you would stick to your core three, so I remember with that part with Sten, I was uh, I was like I have to go <laughs> back and I have to, and that I guess that that could be a little bit you know daunting for for anyone. You'd have to go out and like try to build up your characters, and that would be time consuming. Yeah, and, and listen, just to try to and, level and up and like if crazy. You're not as stubborn as me, uh, but you just kind of like doing it your first time. <laughs> And you didn't like Stin, or for whatever reason, you just liked the other characters better, so you didn't build him up. At this point, if you didn't have a save slot before then, because you would be it's stuck true. on that part, and some people would probably quit. It's just yeah. part of... And it probably yeah. did happen a lot. 
actually. But I wouldn't I, be surprised. I mean, I mean that's that's what made this game so I mean, freaking like, challenging. All the characters were memorable. You had Cat. Uh, I, I, I like Cat. I, I love Nina. Uh, the whole Cat thing when she went to the try. Robo. You're, you're killing me. No, wait. Guys. I'm no. thinking of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, guys. I thought you said Bow. Lobo. No, no, no. Yeah. Bow. Yeah. The, okay. the, 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 the dog. Fat, the fat the arrow, dog. The, the bone. The bulldog. Like, yes. it's funny because, like, because it looks like a fire. Like, one and two, like, they have a couple character designs or character names that are the same. Like, Bo was one of them. But Bo in the, Bo in the first one was this right. badass, like, wolf hunter. And then, <laughs> right. Here, and then, still, and he's like a pudgy, fat little dog like, that, like, and then yes uh, it was yeah that's what's so funny about it too because you had breath of fire which i think was like 500 years before the and you had like the ancestors i suppose you know like the nina or whatever and and, yeah that was an interesting one there was uh, i I was called him bo uh ryu Ryu. was the main character in these so ryu yeah the dog hunter uh cat the like feisty uh feline cat girl yep. uh stin the annoying monkey dude but he had a good story i mean he, his story was inter- all these characters had really good interesting stories his was something about overthrowing like uh the people that usurped the princess which i think was his love or something and then and then gene the right. frog that you have to have a princess kiss to find out that he's just like a big big yeah, uh, right. like a humanoid frog uh, and then my favorite character, which was Rand. Like I loved Rand, partly because he's an armadillo, but yes, the armadillo, the horse, right? Oh no! But oh, the armadillo. I, just, I really okay. liked Rand a lot. Uh, I would always have my party. And I'll, what I liked about it is a lot of these characters had like a special ability that they would use in like their overworld map or like in certain spots. Like with uh, Sten, you had like his arms would reach across gaps in the world so you could like you know swing across them and get past little gaps or uh right i don't remember what Bo did i think he hunted like like but gene the frog he would swim so you guys can go into the water and then uh nina was she gets the power of flight the the flight the wings. Which i remember nina's yep. story was like really like sad at that time this because because in the yeah. first one the winged people that she's from they could fly just whenever like they had that power where but yes. in the second one since it takes place later they kind of lose that flight and uh that's and right she, uh sh- they, so part of her quest line is to try and get it back but in order to do that she winds up having to sacrifice in order to be, be able to have that flight she basically would have to turn into a bird and you could never use her again and then that's right stuff happens it just winds up being really sad but it was really, really yeah, good. I had uh, forgotten about that. Yeah. Excellent game. I mean, it just like the story. I mean, the, the translation was a little blah, but I do remember that. But uh, otherwise, it was just... Uh, it, it provided enough challenge. Uh, I spent so many hours trying to beat that game, and I just thought the storyline and, and the characters themselves was... Yeah, and it was cool with the engaged. battle system, how you would find these like witches or sorceresses throughout the world, and you can actually combine those sorceresses with uh, some of your characters, and it would completely change what their char- that character was. Like It would change their like look and their powers and stuff. That was really, really neat. Right, right. I mean, and it's uh, it was an interesting um, time that it came out because it also came out pretty close to the end of Super NES, and I think in between, like you know, 
Chrono Trigger and uh, Super Mario RPG. So it was like not the best when it came to the graphics when you compared mm. it to those games. Like I, I could see it as being a turnoff mm-hmm. in that way too, uh, aside from the challenge. But uh, yeah, that was another thing that I felt like I was going for the underdog yeah, and, in and that case. One thing about like the Breath of Fire series, I feel like it's always been overshadowed by like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. But it's always been just like right underneath them, especially. I mean, they don't really make any right now anymore. But when that series was really active, I just felt like it was just always under the radar compared. Like everybody knew Final Fantasy and, you know, uh, Dragon Quest in Japan. But Breath of Fire was just that slight tier underneath that just kind of flew under radar sometimes. That's true. Yeah, and even though they released the third, which was kind of a disappointment well, they, for me. I mean, they released five um, of them, I think. Five. And the fourth one was what really brought it back. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it still continued, but it wasn't quite the the hype that is yeah, around but Final I definitely Fantasy, think for example. The second one was their peak in storytelling and their characters and everything. Uh, uh, agreed. So we got two more to go on. And I, like I said, for me, these could be any day of the week they could be one or two uh and i'm going to uh i guess we'll go into chrono trigger if anybody has ever talked about snes games and if you really can only choose one snes game to ever play like chrono trigger would be hard pressed to to choose a different game like really like even even over the our other one that i'm just going to announce now we'll talk about later final fantasy 6 i almost think that like chrono yeah. trigger what it offers is the perfect standalone but it just encomp- encompasses so much about rpgs and especially that 16-bit error that i loved and yes every single character in that game was just fantastic Freaking awesome every character you like Luca. You like. Yeah. You, I, I mean, you, you have love like them all. Luca, the, the scientist, frog, frog that frog. Ma- Magus. you know, Magus. Uh, was it uh, Robo? <laughs> this time I'm, yeah, I'm right. Robo it is, is Robo. in this one. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was forget. Isla, I think her name is the the. And, oh, and uh, I mean, this story yeah, love, is basically uh, uh, about. Uh, this is about time travel, uh, but it. It it's, is. it's time travel and alternate timelines and everything like this. What's, what's neat about this game is you are basically, what? you start off, you're a boy, you're going to go to the fair of, uh, like a town fair back in like, yeah. The Millennium Millennium so what, Festival. Yeah, so what happens is was. you go there and your, your friend Luca is going to show off like a teleporter system. This is like obviously an alternate reality, uh, but this is, what, like 1,080 or something like that. So uh, you do that, but you run into this girl that is kind of just, you, you crash into, and she's, yeah, Marley. Marley. And she just wants to have fun there. She's kind of, you don't really know much about her, but you just kind of discover that she just wants to have fun. So you guys decide to go check out everything. You guys become friends, and your friend Luca wants to do a demonstration at this of her like teleporter and so marley decides to volunteer for and she goes in and something reacts to the pendant that marley has and she disappears uh and you find out so you decide you're going to go try and figure out what happened so you put on the the pendant uh and you want to 
traveling into like the medieval times. And from there, it just goes on from, you know, you have to rescue them from rescue Marley from a cult, uh, like a church cult that is disguised as monsters. Uh, yeah, because they think that she is her correct. ancestor. Uh, yeah, oh. and then it goes into you wind up traveling to like BC era because what you basically wind up finding out is at a point in time. There is a uh, his name's Lavos. Is just this monster that is going to destroy the world, and it happens at a specific time. And you, your goal is to try and prevent this from happening by destroying him. And so you got you travel through these ages from the past that is all desolate after the world has been destroyed, where you meet your companion Robo, which is an amazing, amazing character. I mean, even from the very beginning that you get him, when you travel through the factory and he's broken down, you repair him, and then he is kind of abandoned by your, his brothers and beat up like every... There's not a character in here that doesn't have an emotional arc one way or another. Even, I, I guess, Isla is probably the closest one that doesn't. She's, she seems like she's a lot of uh, was it, comedy relief, but still, like... Uh, it's- if you had to like say yeah. which one had like the least development, it was, but yeah. still, yeah, she was and still a really fun character. Worked well with each other. They were all from different timelines, and they all banded together. Which was what made it fun was because you could actually combine their, mm-hmm. I guess, their abilities, their tech abilities, and you could do like you know a, a double yeah. tech move with two characters yeah. or even a triple. And I thought that was actually pretty fun to yeah. to incorporate that, which mm-hmm. was unique. Sure. I've never seen that in. I think before that game, I didn't really have yeah, that experience. Really Emphasize the relationship that these characters were having, like as because you would wind up throughout the the game, you would find more techniques that you would have either through items or something, and then, uh, you know. You, you could see yourself that these characters were traveling together and they were learning these things and becoming better fighters, working with each other. And it, that's that, that's the feeling I got from it. And uh, Oh, yeah. And then the, the multiple ending thing, that was like one of the first times, if not the first time, that you had or I had multiple endings be be a, a factor yeah, in the game. And I'm and like, oh, right. I mean, I already... I already wanted to play. It. I already wanted to play it again, but knowing that like mm-hmm. different decisions and different things and different, even different characters, uh, yeah, using was, different characters, which was, which was so brought neat different about that game. endings. Since it is does work with time, because this was, I think, the first game that ever had new game plus, which everybody like knows it now. Where yeah. okay, you beat the game, you can start back at level one. You can start back at the very beginning of the game, but with all your stuff and all your levels. And they played with that in this game. So with new game plus. You know, the goal was always to defeat Lavos. So you could, at any time of the story, go and fight Lavos, and it would affect the ending of the game. Like, for example, like, you go to... There's a part when you go to, like, the BC era, where the goal of that is to defeat the... This is when Lavos first appears. is to defeat the uh, reptilian dinosaur king, so humans become the dominant... uh, the dominant species in Earth, and that happens through your actions. But if you are in BC and before you fight that guy, if you wind up going to kill Lavos, that doesn't happen in real life, and the the dinosaurs become the dominant species. And it just it's it's like a short little. I think there were thirteen endings in total. Yeah, there were like thirteen endings. But and that, I do remember it, that it was one. Really cool to see things like that. Like, and I mean, to me, like. 
besides our next game and the, its music, I mean, I cannot listen. Like, if I listen to, like, Frog's theme music, I have to listen to the whole thing. Like, it's not, like, a piece I can just listen to. It's it's my favorite song in any video game I've ever played. I just love it. Yeah, and I agree. This The music <laughs> for Chrono Trigger was one of the actual soundtracks of I, I remember that I had the Chrono Trigger mm. original soundtrack on CD. I mean, it's an amazing, mm. amazing Which music. Which brings us to our final game on this series. Uh, and I think it's a surprise to nobody that knows the SNES. It is Final Fantasy VI. Okay, so a quick disclaimer. When you, when you did your <laughs> yeah. binary blast of me, all right? And you said Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI. I got really confused because, like, for me, or for most people, it's Final Fantasy yeah, III. Yes, in America, it's Final uh, Final Fantasy III. Right. I went to Chrono Trigger, and then I'm just like, wait a minute. Is he saying, like, Japanese Final Fantasy Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pick, you know, nerd, so. <laughs> He knows. He knows. So, yeah. That I gotta put that there. Fair, that, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, because this is this. Say Final Fantasy Six, and we're on the same page. You this, noob. Uh, this is your number one, so that would definitely be that Chrono Trigger for you, uh, Heidi. This was your number two, and this is like I said, this is. Yep. I always have to go between Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy. I almost want to put them both at number one because they're just so good. Like, and. And this there, is where you guys are going to kill me. Like I have played this game and I've gotten to the very final part where you have to go through the dungeon, like the <laughs> final dungeon, and you split up the two team, the three, the your parties. I've uh, never right. I feel like I'm not going to ever beat this game. <laughs> I've got I've no, I've gotten there like God. four or five That's times. No shit. Like I've played the whole and I, 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 I don't understand that. I would have to play characters I didn't like, and that I think and. And, oh I, my God. and the thing is, is I think <laughs> that game is is also like uh, Breath of Fire, where you ha- you have to play as these characters, uh, but you also have uh, to level them up before them because they don't level up right. So which which I, I didn't like Gal. Like I didn't like uh, Gal. I just uh, no, no. Like Gal? Well, I didn't I like, like his Gal. fighting style. No, I didn't uh, like Gal either. So, um, Umaro, I liked, but I couldn't control him, so that really frustrated me. Uh, my my number one characters were like I loved uh, Locke, uh, uh, yeah, Tara. My Tara? favorite was actually Celeste. Uh, I just really liked her story. Okay. Uh, oh, Celeste. Well, Celeste yeah, and Celeste Edgar were my two favorite yeah. characters. Uh, and then oh, I you love know, Edgar. Had, I was never a big fan of Saban. I just liked Edgar more, uh, and. And I could never get. All, I could. I. I I'm could never use his abilities. Like a, a realm. I didn't like realm. I didn't like Strago. Like. Yeah, realm was always powerful. Okay. Uh, but and there would be a couple times like with Mog. Like I liked Mog, but I would have to restart the game because I forgot. Like everybody has their special abilities they can use, and it's, it's neat that in this game there there's like ten characters, and. You know, even in Chrono Trigger, you could say, like, Isla was, like, a weaker character or whatever. I don't think any of these characters, whether I liked them or disliked them, they were all really interesting. And they all had a great story tied to them, one way or another. Whether, uh, yeah. I, I guess oh. you could say Umaro and Gogo, but they were, like, secret characters. And even still, there's enough, like, mystery surrounding Gogo that uh, people have, like gleamed off of them that still makes them like interesting if you do the work for him. 
but even like realm and shadow uh you know her backstory of losing her parents and then the hints of who shadow actually is that they never never uh, right tie into and same with gogo because i'm sure you are you guys may or might not know but everybody kind of knows that like shadow is hinted to be one of the parents of realm but what it is is gogo mm-hmm. is supposed to be the other one uh oh but oh. either way like oh. strago just and everybody had their yeah. unique abilities whether it was strago with his blue mage abilities gal with his fighting style of like all the monsters uh, and then you had, you know, my favorite, which was, of course, Edgar with his, like, chainsaw abilities and stuff. And just, like, <laughs> and the combat was fun. This was, like, pre-Materia system, but you could tell Materia was almost based off of this with the uh, rag- Ragasite system right. where you would get the summons and you would equip yep. them and you would learn the abilities based on them. And I guess, and of course, naturally, yep. the uh, there's only one right answer for this, but when you get, um, I want to say his name was Ragnaros. Because they're all named after different things like Odin and stuff. Like, there's Ragnaros the sword or Ragnaros right. the magicite. Anybody that ever got the sword was a fool. <laughs> like, hands down. You always <laughs> go for the magicite. But, but exactly. Was, That's I true, mean, actually. Listen, like, uh, to me, whenever I think about Final Fantasy VII, it's that opera scene. Like, yeah, like the opera scene. As, I was going to say that. Sorry, go ahead. Chrono Trigger has some of the best music. To me, the most iconic 16 bit most memorable scene for me ever was that opera. I agree. I would say that that's probably the most iconic of any Super mm-hmm. Nintendo RPG. Mm-hmm. I actually would go that far. And that's the thing that, that the, when I think of Final Fantasy, I think of three things. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. opera scene for one, uh, science, yeah. backstory, backstory, what happens to him and his family and everything. Right. And then, like, his Kefka... Laugh. That damn laugh. The oh, yeah, laugh. his laugh? Yes, but the fact the that laugh. he wins. Yeah. He wins. You know, for, 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 you think, I mean, I, I remember, like, you know, you think it's like the final mm-hmm. battle of the game, you know, and he destroys the world, and you're like, oh my God, what, what is happening? And then you have a whole other half of the game. And every single character, like, right. there's sure. no, there's like nine or 10 characters. There is no real main character in this game. Like all your party is, is not even Tara. still like Tara. <laughs> like you lose her for half the game. Yeah. She takes a back then, like, seat. Yeah. She does take a back seat. You start off as Celeste. You don't start off as a, uh, a Tara. Right. So it's really yeah, that's like, right. this is, this game is not about one character, but it is about a group of characters and a group of people trying to save the world. Uh, and it was just, it's, it's yeah. beautiful. And, I mean, I can't say any more about this game. You can't because you haven't beat it. Oh my god! Like you don't. I can't believe you haven't beat this game. I put enough time into it where I uncursed the Paladin Shield. Which, in order to do that, you have to do like you have to get that shield, which is in the Colosseum, and then you have to fight two hundred fifty-five battles. Like I I, I, I know this game. I remember. I just, I just, I just, I just don't know what happens at the end. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could give you, I gave you the Red Dead Redemption yeah. John Marston one. So, I but, get but that. Seriously, I do get I, that. I have yeah. no idea what happens, and I don't care. I don't want spoils, spoilers <laughs> of exactly what happens because there, at some point, it's right. like there, okay. there are 
two games that I get shit oh from, especially, especially from Heidi's know, right? One is this game, uh, which is Rifle. Listen, I'm not... I should beat this game. By all accounts, I need to. I've bought in this game probably about 12 times between PlayStation and Super NES. <laughs> and, and the other one is uh, Tactics Ogre for the PS1. Like... Oh, oh, I like do he, remember that. That's yeah, such it a is. Like, good I, game. He yeah, would get on you about I, that. I love that game. Like, oh. I I'm prefer that game over Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, but they're both equally good. Like, I, Whoa. Yeah, I, I would know. go that far. I know, but no, I, no, I, I would yeah, I Oh, know, my gosh. I, I just like it better. Like, <laughs> I think it's cool. But anyways... That that's another topic, uh, another day. Uh, so, what you guys want to say anything else about Final Fantasy? Because I feel like I've been saying a lot. So, no. All I no. gotta say is I love yeah, Kefka was one of the best villains, if not the best villain yeah, of a Final man, Fantasy he, game. You hate this guy. Like there is, there's no sympathy yeah. for this man whatsoever. Like you don't relate. No. To, you, from the, the moment you see him, you want this guy to die. Like and especially, like, <laughs> this was a perfect villain in a very black and white sense where he is like I said, there's nothing redeeming about him nor do they try and make him redeeming like he just he's he's no he's a clown so that automatically you just want to kill him. second he is he's right evil and he wants power and he just wants to rule the world even if he has to destroy it in order to rule it like uh and that yeah. laugh adds to it laugh and it had my favorite my favorite um mm -hmm. end battle music the final, the final boss music, which I guess you haven't heard, Robbie, but the last, <laughs> the last battle music is amazing. It's just amazing. I actually have the soundtrack to Final uh, Fantasy. No, that's yeah. not because another I'm, I'm great soundtrack. The battle music in my head right now. Just the regular battle music is just. Uh, I love that game. <laughs> but man, at the moment she throws the roses over the balcony, uh, I just love it. All that crescendo. <laughs> Memories, memories, they're nice. Hey oh. guys, guys, remember? Remember? Oh, yeah. You remember? I remember. Right. Well, with that, I, <laughs> you I'm, know, not gonna, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. where we can end this now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? I remember. So, uh, hey guys, thank you for listening. Thank you two for joining me again. Uh, I hope you guys definitely come back again. Maybe we can get Andre in and have like a whole. Uh, round table discussion about something but it was a blast <laughs> uh, anytime yeah I, a I had a great time so thank Thanks you again. for having me go ahead uh, let me how division how division is uh you know like i definitely want to hear about yeah, it definitely when I come back yeah from europe i know you're you're abandoning the country for a little bit trying to get out yeah. while the getting's good and heidi if you have fun if you want to borrow division one I know it'll hopefully take less than three years to get that back. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you up on that. You could you could probably <laughs> defeat the campaign in like twenty minutes or tw uh, twenty hours. And actually, I uh, I, I, I have I oh, also right. have it on PS One, so we could play a little bit of Division One if you wanted to too. Just before. but the game comes out March fifteenth, Division Two, uh, and I'm ready. Okay, oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm pre order. I'm, I'm definitely going to get it. Uh, and so, everybody, thank you for joining us again. If you have any comments, if you liked the episode, uh, please follow me at uh, what is my Twitter? The Twitter is uh, uh, was it uh, at at side scrolls pod dot uh, at side scrolls pod. That's what it is. And uh, 
Then if you want to email us with questions, comments, or anything else, please email me at sidescrolls at gmail.com. Everybody, really, I appreciate you guys all listening. I appreciate you two joining me. Uh, and for that, we are out. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls, your weekly gaming podcast where we talk about the game. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's it. That's the outtake already. That's it right there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. So I'm glad we could help. I'm out. Yeah. I'll see you next okay. week. I mean, this should already be the intro. The yeah. in- this is it. This is the intro. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode what seven? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey everybody! Welcome to Side Scrolls. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls, a weekly gaming podcast where we talk about the games we love and the news surrounding them. I'm your host, Robert Schlocky, and joining me today is not one, but two hosts. Uh, <laughs> joining me today... No Kazooies and no Otacons here, though. <laughs> yeah. The, the Chris and Jill to my Barry. <laughs> oh man, I should use that one. I'm, that I'm, is a good one. I'm, I'm, See? I'm taking it. We add something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, I, I got it. So, like, I'm going to do this not all over. So, hey, everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls. The weekly. <sighs>